0: It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two.
1: What is up, y'all? It's the best bits of the week. In case this is your first time listening, I'm Morgan. And what I do is break down the show from this week, highlighting some very awesome moments. There's always great ones, but there's seven that always stand out from you guys, whether you engage with it or whether you decided it was your favorite. So I think everybody knows what's coming in at number one. But before we get to that spot, my favorite part of this podcast is bringing on somebody from the show. And this weekend, I have Raymundo yeah Yeah. that that was such a lame yeah (laughs) like like where did that even come from it's saturday ray when people listen to this i know
2: i need to pump it up more
1: yeah
2: there we go well we got
1: lots to talk about he went to mexico i went to arizona we got a lot a lot of stories to share right
2: i didn't even know you went to arizona this is new to me
1: oh do you not follow me on instagram ray
2: I, uh, there, have you ever heard of Wi Fi in Mexico? Because it's non (laughs) existent. So I was, yeah, I was off the map for a couple days.
1: Okay. Well, let's just say we have a lot of things to talk about. So let's get going, okay? One of my favorite people, Abby Anderson, came into the studio. And not to be confused with our phone screener, Abby, this is Abby Anderson, the artist. She came in, she left her record label after a crazy 2020, put out some epic music, and she even performed an Adele cover. I'm telling you, this girl is so talented talented, and she's one of my favorite people. So right now, you can hear her performance and her interview. She shares everything that went down over the last year or two. And, of course, that Adele cover, it's totally epic.
0: Number seven. On the Bobby Bones Show now.
1: Abby Anderson.
3: Abby, how are you?
4: I'm so good. (laughs) It's good to see you. (laughs) It's good to see you,
3: too. I watch your Instagram a lot. And I like it when you play piano on your Instagram. Thank I think you. I've told you that before. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of when you just get on there because you're such a good singer. You're such a good player. And how in the world do you pick these covers to sing? Like, are people requesting them through your DMs? You it was
5: funny. So I just got married. So actually, a lot of it's from my husband. That word is still weird to say. It um, is weird, <laughs> so yeah. I'm like my. Husband, <laughs> um, no. So he actually suggests a lot of them. Uh, he's like, you, you should do this, you should do that. So, and then sometimes it's Instagram messages.
3: What's the one right now that you're really into playing?
5: I really, I mean, it might be cliche, but it's cliche because it's good. It's that new Adele song, the Easy on Me. Yeah, it's so freaking good. Do you know so that one? I do. Right. Let's hear a
3: little bit. Um,
5: it's almost like I knew you were gonna ask me <laughs> or something. <Yeah. laughs>
4: I'll do a little bit of that one. Here we go. There ain't no gold in this river that I've been washing my hands in forever. I know there is hope in these waters, but I can't bring myself to swim with. go easy on me baby I was still a child didn't get the chance to
3: Attempting a Dale song and then nail it. (laughs) Thank you. That's so good. Thank you. Now, your new song, uh, Bad Posture, which, talk about the message of this song because I think the message of it is just as good as what the song actually sounds like. Thank you. Yeah, so tell me about this.
5: Yeah, I just, I think everybody, I don't know if I speak for everyone here, but I had a pretty rough 2020, but I think it was also necessary. It was necessary growth on my part, and I just saw myself I just had this, you know, finally moment to sit with myself and my thoughts. And I think my life was just so, so busy. I never had the time to sit and think about what the heck am I doing? (laughs) You know?
3: Like in life?
5: Like in life with the music I was making, I think I just got really lost in what all the business suits, as you call it, are telling me to record and telling me to do. And, you know, you're being too loud, too goofy, too this, too that. And I was like man, this isn't how I was raised. You know, my parents taught me better than to listen to this kind of stuff. And so after sitting with myself for a minute, I was like, you know what? I think it's it's time for me to drown that noise out finally. And I think, too, like I've come from a big family, second of seven kids, so it's natural to be a people pleaser. You know, I want to make people happy, but not at the detriment to my own sanity. So that's really what it was about for me is – You know, not shrinking myself to make everyone feel comfortable anymore.
3: You can uh, stream this now. This is Bad Posture. She's gonna play it for us now from Abby Anderson. Here we go. Here we go.
5: Oh no. Oh, there we go. (laughs) Oh no, 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 no. Sorry.
4: I myself to make you feel taller. And I will complain till your problems felt smaller. You'd say I was too much, I was too loud. So I would say sorry and keep my voice down. I drink myself to make you feel taller. But then oh my soul. You put on me like a weight Yeah, I used to have that posture But since you've been gone, I stand up straight And since you've been gone, I stand up straight
3: Abby Anderson. Yeah.
4: Right. Uh, Thanks,
5: <laughs> Thank you.
3: Is this the first time you've performed like in a studio in a little bit?
5: Yeah. yeah? <laughs> Can you tell? No, not at all. Not at all. But I mean it is. A lot it's of people, been a minute. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. You sound great. Thank you.
3: I, I noticed too as you're playing, you got a big old wedding ring on. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to talk about your wedding coming up in a second. Mm-hmm. And then I know you're putting out another song tomorrow that isn't yes. out yet, so I'm gonna have you play a little bit of that as well.
0: It's the best bits of the week. Show! With Morgan number two.
3: Abby, on Instagram, you had posted whenever you put out Bad Posture, you said, I put out music I didn't like. I developed an eating disorder. I believed people around me saying I was too this or that. I then left the record deal. I started writing and recording music I loved. I fully recovered and healed from my eating disorder. I learned that I don't have to shrink or dim to make others more comfortable. And I thought that was right on and very moving. Thank you. And and also very vulnerable for you to put all that out there. Mm -hmm. Was that something that you learned as well, that vulnerability is a real strength?
5: I think there's a difference between, there's a fine line between oversharing and vulnerability. And I think vulnerability is when you've had time to think about and and truly heal from what you've been through. And so I'm thankful to even... Be at a place where I can openly share, you know, what I've been through, because I feel like, I mean, I, I still got a lot of work to do, but I feel like I'm in a place where I can share what I've learned. Yeah.
3: Speaking of oversharing, as soon as Abby walked in the studio, no, no,
4: no, no. <laughs> 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 We're that now. was
3: a private conversation. Okay. <laughs> all I'll say is she's talking I about her, really her morning honest. habits. Okay. Uh, okay. okay. God. God. Well, Don't you said there's a that. difference in oversharing and vulnerability.
5: Well. Uh, let's say it like on air versus hey. in a comfortable, safe space. I hear you. Okay.
3: It, it. <laughs> <laughs> you got married. I did. And you got married in Nashville, itch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and how was, was the wedding?
5: It was it was the best day of my life.
3: Really? It did really was. Did it fly was. by or did you have time to enjoy it?
5: It was a blur. I'm sure it was for everybody here. Like, I feel bad I didn't even get to say hi to half the people that flew out to come see me. But it was so much fun.
3: And he grew up where?
5: He grew up in Georgia. He's a he's a proud Georgia boy right now. He's I remember <laughs> I
3: remember you and I were doing a show together, and you were telling me about this guy you were dating in Georgia, mm-hmm. and you were driving back and forth, and you're like, it's kind of quiet. We're keeping it a, yeah, keeping yeah. It under wraps, <laughs> and that's the one. He's the one, huh? He's the one. Dang, and, and
5: yes, sir. So
3: did you do your own vows, or did you? We did, yeah. And, and being a songwriter, did you feel extra pressure to nail your vows?
5: Not well. That's the thing about my husband. I, n- I never feel pressure around him. He makes everything really effortless and easy, so.
3: I wish my wife said that about me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I don't think she ever did that make things effortless. Uh, do you ever get confused with Abby Anderson from our show, from our radio show? No,
5: well, I because I've known Abby, the other Abby Anderson for, golly, like three, four years now.
3: Yeah. But no one so, ever messaged you thinking that you're on this show and dating a fireman or n- no, none of that? No, okay. um, you I'd ha- happily
5: be confused with her, though.
3: <laughs> you have a song that comes out tomorrow called Insecure. Yes. Okay, I don't know much about it because I haven't heard it yet. So you're going to have to tell me about this. Oh, write- I did will. you write this one? Did you find this one?
5: I did. No, I wrote this one. It's it's similar to a bad posture, just with a lot more fun and, and beats behind it. But it was just, uh, you know, I... I, I left my record deal and then I met my producer we got in the studio and I started pouring my heart out and he's like sit at the piano let's write stuff you love and this is what's this is one of the first songs we we
1: wrote
4: got your picture on my pocket babe
3: That song comes out Thank tomorrow. Girl, that you'll song comes out tomorrow. Okay, listen. <laughs> right, by the, your ring's just flashing as you're playing? Well,
5: like, yo, Costco, baby. <laughs> <That's for> Costco. <laughs> that from
3: Costco. That doesn't look like what I would think a normal wedding ring looks like. No. What, what's the story behind that ring?
5: It's a, uh, well, I'm a big old attention hog. I think you know that about me. So I wanted a ring that would make people ask me, oh my gosh, what kind of stone is that? So I guess it worked. What? But it's a, they call it a peacock sapphire. <laughs> they kind of greenish. <laughs> I didn't even know they made stones called a peacock sapphire. And did you but pick it out? But apparently they do. Oh, I sent, I sent all kinds of pictures to my sisters. So Tyler knew. Very well. What what I was wanting. <laughs> yeah,
6: and
3: sure. Did you tell them you wanted a peacock?
5: <laughs> I didn't know they had a. I know they had sapphires. I didn't know yeah. they made them in peacock.
3: I don't <laughs> even know apparently. what that means. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay, listen. I don't know. <laughs> right, I'm going to play a couple clips here. This song is out now. It's Bad Posture from Abby Anderson.
4: Yeah, to bad
3: and then tomorrow, Insecure is out. Yes. And here's a clip of Insecure. <laughs>
4: I just might make a scene with somebody else.
3: there it is Abby Anderson great job thank you guys
5: thanks for having me y'all I appreciate it follow
3: Abby she's so good on Instagram at Abby Anderson music A-B-B-Y Anderson music Abby we will see you soon
1: thanks y'all All All right. (laughs) it's
3: the best bits
0: of the week with Morgan number two
1: Huge moment in the studio this week because Sonic was officially announced as our studio sponsor and they delivered a 444 ounce cherry limeade. Totally wild. Right, Ray? That uh, thing was as tall as us.
2: Yeah, that is crazy. I saw Scuba Steve when he was carrying it. He looked like uh, me. He looked like me compared to <laughs> tall people. For whatever reason, a giant Sonic cup dwarfs whatever is around it. So uh, yeah, I've avoided that cup because I will look like a little baby next to that cup.
1: I know. It does. And and I know you are sensitive of your height. So yes, you should really totally not. avoid that, that cup.
2: Really not. Uh, <laughs> inside. little inside If you are a kid and you are shorter and you're a guy, guess what? Every time you do school photos you get to chill with the chicks well all the dudes are on the top row trying to like i don't even know make uh, little guy jokes i was there with the girls so that's why i was always friends with the girls so and, and you always line up kind of like if there's a picture of this i mean maybe we took a lot of pictures when i was a kid but i was always the guy that was around the girls there were no other short guys so it was just me chilling with the girls and i don't think anybody else realized that I'm rapping out with girls <laughs> while you guys and you and your bros are playing pocket pool. You know what I mean?
1: Now, right. Okay. I just post something on Instagram about like what short people do, which means like jumping on counters. Our feet are always dangling. We have to like, you know, sit really close to the steering wheel in a car. So it, it's funny you bring this up because I want to talk about the advantages of being short. Mm-hmm. So one advantage is that everybody always lets you like be in the front of things like for a concert yes because like everybody can see behind you so you're not one of the tall people that people don't want to stand behind so they let you in front of them Mm -hmm. that's one what else you got Let's let's add to this list
2: so and i i've said it. this one actually might be a tad depressing my father's very tall so i mean he's already getting his his kneecap his knees are brutal his back (laughs) being short I'm telling my mom's short. My mom has no bone issues. Her her body's great. I mean, she is limber as can be. She can still do the splits and she's like 60 years old. And (laughs) so I'm telling you right now, if you are a short person, it is going to be amazing. Your dividends are coming when you're like 50, 60, 70. Your bones are great. Back's great. Phenomenal because you got to think about it. We don't have as many big body parts.
1: You're not wrong. I didn't think about it that way either, like as getting older, too.
2: Listen, my dad went to there was like a couple times. I remember as a kid where he would, I don't know, maybe get his wisdom teeth out or something. And it was my mom, me and my brother and my sister. We all had to carry my dad because he was so massive. I mean, he couldn't take care of himself. And he's like a huge human being. Like, it's virtually impossible when when my father would go down to get him from the hospital to the house and stuff like that. I mean, it is very difficult to take care of tall people.
1: (laughs) I love that you're treating him like he's this giant, like he he has extra limbs instead of just being a tall guy. It's pretty tall. It's kind of funny. But I I do want to know, I am five foot tall and three-fourths of an inch, so I'm very short. Ray, how tall are you?
2: I am five foot six. And three quarters of an inch.
1: (laughs) Hey, that three quarters of an inch really matters, okay, when you're short. And uh, I've also heard in
2: space, we're two inches taller. So take that one. Maybe we're 5'2", maybe I'm 5'9". Who knows?
1: You know what? I'll take that. I'll take anything I can get. Another advantage of being a short person, particularly as a woman, is that every guy you date is taller than you. I can always wear heels. I never have problems. I am always shorter than my boyfriend. It does not matter. He could well, be five foot five.
2: In your post, you also said, I saw your, you did an Instagram and TikTok, right? Yes. M- M2 being short, and it was like you on a cupboard, you in the Jeep, you at a store climbing on the shelves. <laughs> but you said you're fun size.
1: Yes. Everybody but, always calls me fun size.
2: Is it the guys calling you that?
1: No, I think it's just a, a generic nickname okay. I've always had. Like I,
2: I took it a different way.
1: Oh, you, you thought guys were calling me fun size? Yes,
2: <laughs> which ends up being a whole different thing. And I was like, Morgan, <laughs> I don't know if I just like publicize fun size.
1: No, across the board, okay. like girlfriends too. Like I'm fun size.
2: Yes, because if you're trying to pack in the back of a vehicle, uh, going on a road trip, boom, Morgan's fun size. Guys, get in the back. I would love sitting next to you. Yeah, you're we, gonna get all the leg room.
1: Yep, all the leg room on uh, in a car on a plane. Everything. That's another one. I was trying to think of, of some others. Because here's the thing. When you're either tall, you're always looking at disadvantages. When you're always short, you're looking at disadvantages. So right now, what I'm looking at is trying to find the best things about being short. Right?
2: Uh, feet are never off the bed, off the couch. True. I, I mean, not saying uh, I can lay down in a love seat and fit perfectly. My feet hang <laughs> off, all right? But typically, when you lay on a couch or whatever, your feet are never dangling. You're, you fit perfect. I, I rock any kind of couch. I, we got a couch at the studio. I treat it like a queen size bed and I'm pretty sure it's like a miniature bed, but I love it.
1: So you, so let's wrap that up to say you can always sleep on a couch and you don't have any issues. Whereas Bam. most people can't. Correct. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. What's well, another one? I'm just trying to, to put some positive energy out in the world for short people. Cause I think we get the short end of the stick. Literally.
2: Hey, yo. <laughs> Um,
1: not intended. Yeah,
2: no, I mean, I think we've pretty much nailed it. Like there are a ton of benefits. I'm telling you it's going to be 10 years, 20 years from now. That's when you're really going to be raking in all that good stuff from being short.
1: I think the only time I don't like being short is when I can't reach something. It makes me feel very like I I need help.
2: Yes. That's what step stools were invented for because these cupboards are massively high in the air. Step stool it up. Most dudes don't rock a step stool. We got a step stool at our house.
1: <laughs> so you mentioned that your dad's tall. Is the rest of your family short? No,
2: everybody's pretty tall. I'm. I just took right after my mom. My mom's five foot, so I ended up going exactly kind of like her. My dad's like six six, six seven when he played sports. He was six seven, but you get shorter over age. So I mean, he's like now six six, but I mean, he's a really tall dude.
1: Man, I mean, talk about like somewhere in between. Your mom is like the literally super short, and your dad mm-hmm. is super tall. Yeah. Wow! Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mine comes from my mom, too. My dad's six foot tall. He's not, like, super tall like your dad. But then my sister, three of us are super short. My grandma and my great-grandma were really short. So I have a very short family in general.
2: Some other good things. I mean, it's kind of like four-wheelers, motor—not motorcycles because they're dangerous, but fun stuff like that. A sled you can always fit. It would be you and your boyfriend. On a sled. You guys could easily fit on a sled because you're short. I know we don't live in the snow area, but up north, you can easily rock a sled together. If you're taller, you and your boyfriend are never getting on a sled together. I'm telling you that. Yeah, so it's a cute little thing you can do uh, if you guys go picnic. If you were a taller chick, you and him are not picnicking. His feet are probably off the, pi- the <laughs> off the blanket. Because you're short, fun size, you guys are boom. You can rock a picnic.
1: We are reaching for some things now. <laughs> I mean, <Yeah>. a picnic? <laughs> right. How often do you think I'm going on a picnic?
2: I, I figured you guys are still in like Dang. the sexy dating scene. So you guys are you, like scene. Lance Romance. He's pulling out all these kinds of things. You guys are going down vineyards at lunch sexy at the aquarium.
1: Date. You mean honeymoon phase? Yes. <laughs> yes. You're trying to say? I mean, Yes, like we're still on that really awesome part of our face. I want to call it sexy dating. Um,
2: uh, the word didn't come to me right away. Sorry about that one.
1: <laughs> um, I mean, we've uh, yes, we've gone on a picnic, but it's not. I mean, that's like stuff you see in movies. That they go on a picnic every Saturday and they have their glass teacups out and the wine and yes, that's very that's very movie esque. But <laughs> sure, my feet do not dangle off a picnic blanket. <laughs> Oh, man. Speaking of picnics, we're going to talk about food, right? We we do really good at giving some restaurant and and recommendations in Nashville because Mm -hmm. people are always asking us. Mm -hmm. So you got any new favorites?
2: Uh, If if it's a Sunday, you guys, it's your getaway day where you're about to leave Nashville. So a lot of people don't give this advice. Midtown is where it's at. It's really not a Broadway town on a Sunday just because there's so many tourists. If you want to sneak away get to Midtown because they have great brunch spots and the if it's NFL season, there's a there's a good amount of college kids out watching the games. It's a great vibe. It's a younger crowd, but Midtown in Nashville and the specific place, Hopsmith. I love that for brunch.
1: Ooh, brunch. They have they have mimosa towers.
2: Yes, they do. I mean, these things are as tall. Like, hey, we're going with the height. These are some massively <laughs> tall mimosa towers. So, they may even be taller than M2. Yeah,
1: that's, that's very possible. I've drank one of those. It was very tall.
2: And I think there's like some new ones popping up. There's a place on Mumbrian called uh, Tacos and Tequila. It oh, just yeah. opened. I think you need to go review it because I've not been, and I'm curious if it's any good. But yeah, it looks it looks sick. I come from Mexico. It looks like it's straight out of Mexico. I mean, they did great with the vibe of uh, you know tacos, margaritas. Wait,
1: there's like four new taco tequila spots in Nashville. I've been to two of them. Okay. Now this is another one.
2: Yes, right on DeMumbry. Everybody's Mumbrian.
1: trying to get in the taco business.
2: Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's fun bars on a Sunday. So. You, You'll remember it. It's Midtown. It's the Demumbrian area. Just go check it out. And you can now, you can do these scooters to where you're at Broadway. Scooter up to Midtown and check it out. But yeah, Hopsmith, just a place to remember. And then also, what's that other one called? It's like uh, Stillery.
1: Distillery. That's pretty good. Yeah,
2: they give you unique drinks. You'll get it in like a mason jar. My wife likes that because you get some different flavor vodkas or whatever. And
1: that's a good little restaurant too. Like good food.
2: It really. We there's also one on Second Avenue that we used to live next to, and it would almost be our four-star date night. I mean, it was actually a, a nice little date night. This one in Midtown's a little bit more casual, but the one on 2nd Avenue, it was dressed up. You barely could get in.
1: I feel like that one's still there, too, isn't it?
2: I hope so. I Since I don't live down there, I mean, I'm not knocking out those restaurants every weekend.
1: Fair. There's an, there's one that I found. Okay, so hmm, bear with me. I know I say it wrong. Italian food? hmm So bomb. A hole-in-the-wall spot in West Nashville called Portovia. Portavia. I live. am telling you, it's in a strip mall, okay? And you, you know, you see those, and you're like, "Yeah, it's probably not good." I had the best Italian food I have might have had in my life there.
2: Pulling it up, Porta so, Via. Yes, it came I, right up.
1: Yep. I, and and, and it's in a strip mall. I told you. And they have like gelato and stuff. They also have like a um, a makeshift fountain that is also over in Italy, like the little wish fountain.
2: Look for a dry cleaner because Portavia is right next to the dry cleaner.
1: I told you, it's in a strip mall, but it's so good. So if you venture out to West Nashville, that little spot is delicious.
2: I know exactly where that is. Yeah,
1: I know. It's I mean, it's across from Trader Joe's. You're surprised I haven't found it before now.
2: Um. Are we, So is that it? Are we are just doing a couple restaurants or what are we? what do we I mean, else yeah
1: whatever is there anything else new you've experienced in Nashville that you want to hit oh if people come to Nashville for like the holidays Gaylord Opryland so fun they typically have a big ice thing I don't know if they're doing that this year They have um, to I mean yeah that's their thing right
2: yeah and it, I don't believe they did it last year there was something going on I can't remember (laughs) but but uh but this year they have to it's a huge revenue maker for them
1: yeah so out there I mean and you know what I learned when I was in Arizona is that Gaylord Opryland is a chain
2: yeah it's in Dallas too when I I lived there not know that yeah uh if you go to Gaylord Opryland you don't have to actually be staying at the hotel you can just go walk around do the cheap free stuff and you can do a meal there or they'll they have sledding they have uh ice skating they have a show I, I believe you put on like a winter coat and you can walk to the ice sculptures
1: yes that's what I was talking Okay. Yeah, I don't know if they're doing that again though. But yeah, if they're not.
2: This, is, hey, if they're not, we just went on a spiel for a minute of something that's not even open. Well,
1: to be fair, Gaylord Opryland will still be fun at the holidays, even yes. if they don't have the ice sculpture yes. thing. It's like the most epic thing to do if you come here over like in December. It's already happening.
2: And fun fact, the Opry is right there in the very close vicinity of the Gaylord Opryland, so you can go to the Opry. Maybe they don't have a show. Take a picture of it. It's just as cool. Put in your scrapbook. Look at it years later. Voila.
1: Speaking of also some drinking, uh, Canado Tacos? That's one of the taco places I was talking about.
2: Pulling it up.
1: Canado Tacos, they have, it's called Tacos, and then they have tequila, and you can get different <laughs> flavors of margaritas. So it's not like your original or strawberry. It's like blackberry, pomegranate, orange, I don't know. I like. All kinds, and it's like casual tacos.
2: I'm going to have to tell Bazer, did we say a part of town that is?
1: That's in, um, it, nah.
2: It's looking almost like Taylor Swift Gulch area.
1: It's close to the Gulch, but it's like on Charlotte.
2: It says North Gulch.
1: So well it's called Canado tacos so okay, you, I see you it. know people can look it up when they come here. And
2: guys remember this with Nashville. So we're telling you some locations. Nashville is easily accessible. It's so simple to get around. It's not a major it's a big city, but I'm, everything's so simple and walkable.
1: So do you, you, do you, have you ever rode the scooters in Nashville?
2: Yeah, uh, my wife yelled at me, so I haven't since I did, but yeah. She she just <laughs> thinks they're so... De- I mean, I was in traffic. You can ride these things next to cars and yeah, stuff. Yeah, they're sketchy. And you don't have a helmet on. I was not drinking. I just didn't want to take our car, and I'm like, hey, you want me to go get the mail? Boom, I'm doing... This was when we lived downtown. I was like, I'll take a scooter. I, and she, I think I met up with her or something. For whatever reason, she saw me driving it. So I think maybe she was coming from work, and I said, I'll go get the package, and we met at the package store, and then so then she kind of followed me in the scooter, and she was like, that thing is so dangerous, you're never riding one again, and <laughs> I haven't been in one since. I went with my nephew once, but other than that, I haven't have been in one.
1: I just feel like I could picture you being one of those dudes down on Broadway on one of those scooters. They are so sketchy. People, they, they ride them, and they don't pay attention to traffic, and they're likely... Not sober on them.
2: That's the dangerous part. Um, I've had a couple buddies. They're like, I probably should have ended up in a body bag because I had a couple and I rode one of those scooters. And I mean, you're not wearing a helmet. You're next to vehicles. The sidewalk's uneven. We all know that. There's potholes.
1: Yeah. And there's people everywhere. All over Broadway, there's people.
2: But yeah, if you're not drinking, I would suggest jump on a scooter because you can easily go to any of these spots from Broadway because most of the hotels are in the vicinity of Broadway. Boom, scooter over to Canado Tacos. I don't think you can scooter to Portavia.
1: No, I I think you're probably safer to get in an (laughs) Uber.
2: Jump in a lift.
1: Oh man! Okay, and we and we were talking about Sonic because they're a new studio sponsor for 2022, and they delivered this huge cherry limeade. made. So before we end this, I need your go-to order at Sonic.
2: I like the pretzel with cheese. That's pretty dope. And then they also have the Cinnabon thing. So this is a, isn't oh. it? A, it's I don't know if they call it Cinnabon. I think I don't they know. no no I think they do. So it's uh what is it? Is it chocolate inside of? There's little bites, they're little Cinnabon bites is what it's called. And I'm pretty sure they'd sell it at Sonic.
1: What? Well, that would make sense because Cinnabon has done a lot of partnerships with a lot of people. Thank you. So I am not I just have never heard of this, so now I want to go get it.
2: But that's pretty bad of me. You're like, what's a Sonic of I'm like, Cinnabon. But they sell these at <laughs> Yes, here we go. Yeah. Okay. It's Cinnabon cheese cheese snacks with cream <laughs> Cinnabon snacks with cream cheese frosting.
1: So it's like their little desserts. And
2: they're very, very good. So, yes. Thank you. There you go.
1: Yeah. No, that makes sense. I mean, they have a part. Cinnabon has like, you can find Cinnabon at the most random places. True. They have so many crazy partnerships.
2: I'm glad I'm not crazy because I was like, what? Did I just name a product from a different restaurant at Sonic? (laughs) No.
1: I think, I mean, my go-to, I'm serious. Every time. It is a grilled cheese with tater tots and a diet cherry limeade. Every time.
2: The grilled cheese, what are you, 12?
1: Dude, I'm telling you, they make a bomb grilled cheese.
2: I get grilled cheese at Five Guys.
1: Is he? See?
2: <laughs> so I, I was riffing on you, but I actually like that as well.
1: It's like they have it on the Texas toast, and everybody knows that a Texas toast grilled cheese is where it's at. Mm-hmm. So if you go to Sonic and you haven't had that, I'm telling you, get their grilled cheese. But you guys can hear right now where they delivered a huge surprise to our studio, and it was pretty epic.
3: Number six. You know, a lot of people think that I've made a whole bunch of money off Sonic. From me being on Instagram, me talking about it on the show, Sonic being at our wedding. And sometimes clients will come in and go, hey, how do we get you to do what you do for Sonic? I'll tell you this. I never made a dime off of Sonic. They haven't paid me to do any sort of Instagram posts. They haven't paid me to. They didn't pay us to be at our wedding. They came and did that for free because we just love Sonic. And when Kayla and I got married, when you left to leave the wedding before like our our grand goodbye, there was a small Sonic that was built there. And it was amazing. That was so cool. So, but people will go, hey, what's up with Sonic? Like, how long have you been doing business? Zero days have I done any business with Sonic. And forever I've been like, Sonic, what's up? Let's do some business together. Like, I'm your biggest fan. Well, I have a big announcement. been working on this for a while. To me, it's a very personal thing because we are now partnering with Sonic. They will be our official studio sponsor next year. I'm super pumped about that. And to celebrate, we are bringing in the giant 444-ounce Sonic Cup. Oh, my gosh. There we go. (laughs) There it is. Holy crap, that's huge. Lay it right there. And inside of this is Cherry lime. (laughs) If you spill that on this, (laughs) we're going to go off the air. (laughs) Uh, So this is filled with Cherry Limeade. This is a humongous Sonic cup. What? Oh my goodness! That's huge. That's so much bigger than I thought. Can you drink out of the top of that scuba, or a fountain? So there's like a little spigot over right in oh, front a of you. Spigot. Bones. You can put your mouth under it, or whatever
0: you want to
3: do it. Do we have? And we have cups. cups. We got some right here. Okay, so to me, this is a very personal thing because, obviously, I love Sonic. Sonic. Thank you. They were started where Caitlin's from, and she loves Sonic more than anybody I know. And so the fact that we're able to team up with them and they're going to be our studio sponsor next year, we are super pumped.
7: Oh, my kids are going to be super pumped.
3: <laughs> so, four hundred and forty-four ounces. Can you could you drink this in a day for five hundred no. bucks? For five hundred, think about that.
8: Yes, because. Cause I mean, a you Route think- 44. That's ten Route 44. 40- oh, yeah, my that's goodness. only. I mean, that's only one every couple of hours, dude. Yeah, you could probably do that. I, I, I retract <laughs> that off. I can do that. All right, this is a big day for us. In
3: honor of the big day, we want to do something for you guys listening. You can use the promo code Bobby 444 for a free Route 44 drink with a purchase in the app. So download the app. I use the app all the time. I use the app and get a Bobby water ready, so I drive up. I don't have to sound ridiculous ordering it. I'll take (laughs) a water with fruit, nerds. So I order it on the app. Uh, The coupon code is redeemable to the first 444 listeners. So download the Sonic app. Put it in there. The code is Bobby444. More info at sonicdrivein.com slash Bobby444. But we're super pumped. Sonic is now going to be the studio sponsor. And it is the most natural sponsorship we've ever had here on the show. And you know we really you know, use what we talk about on the show anyway. So this has been true for the last couple of years. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan. Number two.
1: Lately, we've been having listeners send in some personal, tell me something good moments. And on the show this week, listener Nikita shared hers and it was super sweet about her elderly dog and her whole community coming together to help her out. Now, Ray, I love having, like, good news in my life. It just gives me positive vibes that we all need. So, have you had any, like, personal, just great moments happen for you recently?
2: Yes. So, um, me and my wife have found a house. It, it is a temporary thing. So, we, we've been apartment living, and I don't think people are supposed to be apartment living late in their 30s. I, I think I'm a late bloomer for whatever reason. <laughs> so, we we have found it. It's not going to be the house we live at, like, our forever home, but we have found a house and we're moving back downtown What?
1: <laughs> wait so this is like legit you put in yeah, an offer well,
2: no, no 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 no. it's a it's a temporary spot so so it's not like a mortgage but it, it is a house so it's a it's an upgrade from an apartment and kids are coming back downtown y'all
1: okay i have questions
2: <laughs> i can't tell you the exact locale not I don't because want i'm you worried I do but not i'm just you telling to. you it's downtown.
1: Okay. Right. I, I, you just mentioned now you're in your 30s and you're living in an apartment, but now we're going back to downtown where you partied a little too hard. So, are we sure this is the best idea?
2: We just went over a 20 minute spiel of how cool downtown is. Or coming back downtown. Oh man.
1: Okay. And so, so you're renting a house, mm-hmm. not an apartment. I thought y'all love that apartment space though.
2: Well we do, but everything has a, a time span. I mean, if you think about it, we we lived on Broadway for six years. That's a shelf shelf life, you know? Time to move on. Apartment? We've actually been there three years. In in college, how long were you at your college apartment? Two years, one year?
1: Well, the one, I, the one I lived in in Nashville, it was three years. That okay. was like my limit. That,
2: that is it. That, there's got to be a tipping point. I mean, nobody's rocking an apartment for more than that. We've, we've been there. It's been awesome. But yeah, time to move on to a different chapter.
1: I have a feeling you're going to be sadly. I'm going to tell you one thing that I missed about my apartment, which is huge for you, because I did not spend as much time there as you did. Give it's me the, the pool. Hey,
2: give me this adult advice. It's the pool. I know. We'll miss it, y'all, oh, for sure.
1: <laughs> you don't realize how much you wish you had a pool until you don't have a pool.
2: Agreed. Agreed. And they drained our pool, which maybe is what led to us just being like, okay, we got to get out yeah. of this apartment. But yeah, they'll cl- they they will close our pool for like five months.
1: So when will you guys be moving into this new place?
2: Uh, we're talking, I mean, not when this thing airs, but I mean, I, within the next couple months. So. I mean, that's some that's some big tell me some good news
1: yeah it is that's some <laughs> personal good news yeah, i yeah. mean a house in any form whether you're renting or buying is exciting
2: and in a in a time like this with the real estate market crazy i mean we got very lucky and, and it's cool so
1: do you guys have a garage
2: uh there's not a garage but there it, there's not street park there they're There's not a garage, but we don't have to park on the street.
1: Sweet. So you have like a driveway, just not a garage. Yes. Cool. I should have said it like that. Better than nothing. I mean, listen, when I had a garage in mind, I was like, what is this sorcery? Because Nashville, (laughs) for whatever reason, does not build garages. You have a garage? Yeah.
2: I kind of, what for whatever reason, I thought you street parked or nope. you parked in your driveway.
1: Oh, heck no. That was a uh, that was a big request of mine, which okay. is partially why I'm a little bit further out because finding a garage is so hard in Nashville. Do
2: you have a basement?
1: No, I don't have a basement. There are no basements in Nashville. That's a northern thing. Yeah. there's No, it's a thing in Kansas too. Okay. But like there's no basements here, which is freaking crazy to me because like, especially now that we've had a tornado, like y'all, when there are tornadoes, you hide in the basement. Mm-hmm. But there are no basements. So when, when we had our tornado, I had to be like, Mom, Dad, where do I go? Because I don't have a basement.
2: They told us at our apartment, they said, since there's no basements here, the safest place is in this culvert or something mm-hmm. right next to a ditch. I'm like, that's where I'm going. <laughs> we need basements in this place.
1: Yeah, I don't understand. It's something about the South and not having basements. I don't know. Bizarre, but isn't that weird?
2: Yeah, I'm moving back to the north.
1: <laughs> and you're like, bye. I'm going. I'm going back for a basement.
2: Basements are great.
1: Oh man. Okay. Well, this is so exciting. So you're gonna have a little a uh, uh, housewarming party?
2: Yeah. And I would say, oh, for sure. Unlike you.
1: Yeah. It's it got like it was such a weird time. So I got my house, and by the time I had wanted to have a house party, it was a pandemic. Yeah. It had to. And then I was like, well, I'm like three years out, so I don't think I can have one now.
2: <laughs> hey, I mean, I had a I had a wedding during the pandemic, so I mean.
1: You're right. You know,
2: I mean, I, I think you can pull off a housewarming party.
1: Three, hey, hey, guys, I moved in like three years ago, but can we can we housewarm now? <laughs> what did you think? The
2: mayor was going to come over and shut you down?
1: Listen, I was afraid of everything, okay? <laughs> I didn't want to get in trouble in any way. I was like, I'm not touching any of this. Okay. Okay, so housewarming party, renting a house, potentially looking to buy a house eventually, but yeah. this is the next step.
2: I've been told, uh, wait till it flattens the curve, because it's a crazy real estate curve right now. It, it's supposed to flatten, whatever that means. If you're an economist or you're a real estate mo- mogul, hey, tell me what that means. What does flattening the curve You can ask my mean?
1: mom. She's a real estate okay, agent. Okay,
2: ask her what flattening the curve means.
1: Oh, man, that's <laughs> hilarious. That's so funny. You know you know what I used to do with my mom? So be, She's been a real estate agent pretty much my entire life. When I was younger, what I would do, I would go with her to showings, and I would turn on and off all the lights.
2: That's, no, that was my go, job. But to go with her, that's cool.
1: Yeah. Like, she would be, like, it's showing. So when people go and look at a house, I would go in first. I'd get the little key lock thing, and I'd go in, and I'd turn on all the lights. And then she'd be like, okay, Morgan, we're all done. i go turn off all the lights, and we'd do it to another house.
2: Selling sunset.
1: Yeah. I was just <laughs> like a little child. Little baby baby real estate maker in the in the making.
2: And then she'd, like, put you in the room. She'd, like, okay, now i got to do the talking. I don't need you baby crying.
1: Yeah. I, I typically would. I'd like to sit in the corner and call her or something while she she did her showing.
2: It's funny to think back the things your parents drug you to when you were yeah. a kid. Yeah,
1: and that you totally unlocked that memory by talking <laughs> about that. It's so funny. Okay, any other personal good moments? We you were in Mexico.
2: Yeah, that was pretty dominant.
1: Yeah, what were you in Mexico for?
2: My best friend. He was my best man. It was his wedding, so they had, uh, they pretty much got engaged at the same time as us, married a little bit later, but went and crushed. Sayulita, Mexico, outside of Puerto Vallarta.
1: Did you guys stay in, like, an all-inclusive situation?
2: No, it was a dope villa. It was, like, a $5 million house on top of uh, just Outlook in the Pacific.
1: And, like, the whole wedding stayed there,
2: or what? Uh, bridesmaids, groomsmen partied for three days, and then we would drive down into the city, uh, to a even doper location, boom for the uh, for the wedding, the reception, the run through ceremony, all that stuff.
1: And you were a groomsman?
2: I was a groomsman, Yeah, I was. Uh, there was a guy behind me, so he was like the sixth man. So I was one man closer. I was like, you know, f- third best friend.
1: Hey, a a groomsman is a groomsman.
2: No, I was just playing. Yeah, no, I'm totally excited and was so happy to do that. But (laughs) the one dude, we kept making fun of him because it was a venue where it was like sitting up on stilts and it overlooking the Pacific, palm trees, amazing, sickest view ever. And he was right next to it. It was open air wedding. So, I mean, these. Blinds and like shutters were like pulled open. So, I mean, it's a 15 foot drop, and he was like a foot from there, and he was a little hungover. And he's like, dude, man, during the wedding, I just kept looking down, thinking I was gonna fall out the window. <laughs> I was like, dude, that sucks being six man. You gotta be a better friend to the groom, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's funny <laughs> I Now was a little hum I thought I was gonna fall out
1: now these, are these friends like rich rich is that what's happening oh, here oh yeah
2: yeah they rich rich they rich rich yeah they uh I mean for them for the whole weekend I think it was like 5k and then I mean who just goes and gets a destination wedding invites 40 or whatever people they paid for basically everything
1: did they re- besides like your flight
2: oh yeah we all did that but then they hooked everything else I mean I suits were free
1: <laughs> everything dang uh, oh, oh yeah they rich 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 five million dollar villa was free <laughs> So it really was like a $5 million villa.
2: Yeah. They looked it up because some of them were talking like, oh, you could get an Airbnb. We should do this. And they looked up the price. I mean, it had three pools. We had so many pools, we didn't even go to the top pool.
1: So that's why via your Instagram stories, I was like, oh, is it like an all-inclusive situation?
2: No, you just pull up, boom, there's this huge 15-foot gate keeping everybody from the outside, boom, you hit a code, the gate lifts, you pull in the golf cart, everybody had their own rooms, kitchen, uh, staff, it was sick. (laughs)
1: Wild! <laughs>
2: I know, and we were there for like three days partying.
1: Okay, so you party the whole time. Did you have a, a mighty wedding situation for you, or no. or were you tame?
2: I was very, very tame. Uh, you have that's the beauty of life. You have a bad, ex- uh, not a bad experience, <laughs> but you learn from yourself. Oh, I shouldn't get drunk at a wedding. That becomes embarrassing. So I, yeah, I was totally a, rock a couple Pacificos, have a margarita. I'm chilling, having fun. It's so much better when you do stuff in moderation. <laughs>
1: I cannot believe I'm even hearing these words come out of your mouth right now, right?
2: Hey, live and learn. That's the exact thing we we're put on this earth to do and that's what I did. So yeah, I had an I had an awesome time. There was another dude who like got hammered and he, the sh- uh, the white shirt we were wearing was too hot. So he had some of the servers like cut off his sleeves oh my so he God, looked no. like damn Tarzan and the <laughs> the family like paid for the wedding and they paid hundreds of dollars for our outfits and he cut off the sleeves and I'm like Glad I'm not the drunkest person here.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, yeah, because you can keep that outfit, right?
2: Yeah. Everybody thought it was great in the moment. I'm sure the next the flight home, he was a little embarrassed by that. Oh
1: my god. Okay. <laughs> Listen, right. Let me tell you about my flight home. I me. So I I was in Arizona for thirty six hours. I left Friday evening. I got in at like six o'clock their time, right? First thing that I do as soon as I walk into the Airbnb, this was for a girlfriend's 30th birthday.
2: Take off your clothes. No,
1: I had to take a shot. <laughs> hey This is the start of my weekend, okay? Continues on. It's the 30th birthday. We are partying hard, going to all the places, having all the brunches.
2: It, what part in, is it Scottsdale?
1: Yeah, Scottsdale.
2: Oh my gosh. I love, I've never been there.
1: You have a, You love it, but you've never been I there? I followed
2: on Instagram. All my boys live there. <gasps> Cody all Johnny Manziel, Mike Studd goes there all the time. Okay, when you
1: say you're boys, you, <laughs> you mean all the people you want to be boys with. Yes. Okay. Um. Yes, Scottsdale. Bob Mennery. <laughs> this is my second time going because uh, one of my friends has, their family has a house there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so we stayed at this house the last two times. First time we were there, we went on a float trip in all the desert. Epic. On a
2: Uh, river, Yes, on
1: a river, but in the desert. So you're seeing all like the cool little canyons and stuff, and you're hammered.
2: I hope you had a tour guide.
1: No, it was a float trip.
2: It was you? What are you, Magellan? Columbus?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, there's like, I don't know, hundreds. This was like four years ago. You had hundreds of people on this river, and you're all floating together, and you're just going to the same place, right? Gotcha. So that was like the first time, but this time... We were drinking, okay. Heyo. Let me tell you, if you go to I would Scottsdale, expect nothing less. <laughs> if you go to Scottsdale, hit up R and R. That's a brunch spot which was so epic you would have loved, right? Because there was so many promo girls there. We had a free shot of Screwball whiskey. We got a free bucket of High oh. Noons.
2: It was a gastro pub you were at.
1: Yeah, it was a whole game bar. We had a, a which I didn't do game we, bar. Yeah. Yeah. We had a we had a girl come up to us who was willing to give us a hundred fifty dollar gift card if we placed a bet on something. We I didn't know because I had no idea what that meant. Oh
2: come on! I could have given you a
1: lock. <laughs> uh, listen, Ray, I, I, I don't trust anything when it comes to betting, especially as I'm drinking. Um, but epic! Like and they had this this huge mimosa towers and they had the an extra large cinnamon roll that was literally the size of my upper body.
2: I'm seeing it now.
1: Um, so if you go to Scottsdale, go to r great spot, great time. You might get free stuff.
2: And how many, how many chicks are rolling around in this group?
1: There was nine of us.
2: Any, you got any guys or? No, all girls. Solid. It's real smart.
1: Girls weekend. Having a great time.
2: You always got to have a dude rolling with.
1: Nah, it was girls weekend for a 30th birthday. Gay They're best friend. Nah, we, look, we're good. We are, we, we are pros at drinking. These are, the, right. these are the girls that started my drinking at a young age. These are my hometown friends.
2: <laughs> See, I felt m- when my wife went to Vegas for her bachelorette party, I felt so confident because she had a couple of, of her friends, or her really close friends are gay. So there was two dudes with them the whole time, like security guys. I'm like, I feel so safe with them in Vegas. Like, y'all Why, just why roll- do you
1: think we, we wouldn't be safe without a dude? I mean, you're not as
2: strong as us.
1: Ray, have you seen me box?
2: I will box you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I will don't
1: not. start that. Do don't don't, not. Not, not start that. We knew how long that lasted with lunchbox, <laughs> okay? Oh, man. Have yes. you seen me box? I mean, to be fair, I can hold my own.
2: I've seen you box.
1: Um, Have you seen me box? <laughs> 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 no, I don't want to fight you. Please don't. I, just, I don't. No. Anyways. Um, so if you go to Scottsdale, go to R&R. Great brunch spot. But um, then we went out to... Which we, apparently we have a listener there who mm-hmm. is the lighting guy for, like the head lighting guy for like four of the massive bars. Cool. And so he was there. He got us some free drinks. He was super nice.
2: Of course he did.
1: Awesome. I'm telling you, this is at the two spots that you want to go.
2: What's with the girls always getting free drinks? How come the guys can't?
1: I mean, listen. You got to find a, a girl that wants to give you give you drinks.
2: You think the one chick's gonna come up to me and ask me if I want to place a hundred and fifty dollar bet for free? No. This stuff only happens on girls' this trips. This is
1: not true. This would ha- this was at a sports bar where they they attracted guys.
2: Were y'all attracting guys?
1: No. I mean, most of us are married with kids. Like you're not. My group was oh, married okay. with kids. Okay. I, no, thank you, Ray, for pointing out that well, I'm not married. <laughs>
2: No, I'm. Just, I'm just saying. What are y'all not? How many of y'all rolling around at this <laughs> no, gastro pub? No. I'm sure, sure you guys were sticking out like a sore thumb.
1: Well, we were. Just, no, there's was. Uh, trust me, Scottsdale. There's so many bachelor parties, bachelor bachelorette. Like they're everywhere, just like Nashville. Yep. So they're they've created that town to be like that. But um, so we went to Bottle Blonde and El Jefe, which are great club spots mm-hmm. you would have thrived
2: at El Jefe?
1: Yeah, both of them.
2: I think El Jefe is Spanish for fat cow.
1: Well, it's called El Jefe. What do you want me? <laughs> it's H E F E and I'm pretty sure that's Jefe, that's right? That's fat cow. Well, it's a sweet <laughs> bar, okay? Okay, okay. Um and it had like, kind of like Mexican decor, like really cool spot. Um Bottle Blonde had huge huge like built-in sparklers, okay?
2: Oh, it stands for the boss, my bad.
1: Is he You're the one who put it there. (laughs) Bottle Blonde had huge, like, you know when you go to a a concert and they do all the, the pyro?
2: Yes, Aldine.
1: They had those built into their bar.
2: There was pyro while you were drinking?
1: So every time somebody ordered bottle service or the sign, they shot them up.
2: Oh gosh
1: It was wild, Ray
2: And once you're drunk You're probably thinking The place is about to light up
1: Oh, it was wild It was like sparklers everywhere It was like adult sparklers I
2: do like some adult sparkler bars Whenever you order a bottle And they do the sparklers I'm like, that's what I'm talking about Yes, That's why I got a full-time job
1: Instead of the girls holding it It was these massive, like, pyro sparklers Okay Wild. So if you go to Scottsdale, Bottled Blonde. Okay. Uh,
2: What is this district that we're talking about? We always say like Broadway, Midtown. I don't know if it's... So you were just in Scottsdale. You didn't even know what part of town you were in.
1: Well, so we were in Old Town, Scottsdale in the beginning of the day.
2: That's what it's called, Old Town.
1: I don't think it is. It
2: is. It's Old Town because all my boys do it. It's Old Town.
1: Okay. Well, maybe. I mean, well, it's just Scottsdale in general. Scottsdale I don't think is super huge. So th- yeah, just it's in Scottsdale. <laughs> I don't
2: know the area. Why know like in like a a borough?
1: Listen, but this is what happens. Okay, so we're at Bottle Blonde in the the time change. There's a, they're an hour behind. Okay, mm-hmm. we get done there at one a.m. Heyo. I have to be leaving our spot at three a.m.
2: That's our responsible web girl right there. <laughs>
1: to get to the airport, okay. Hey-o. Heyo. I don't. I my, my Uber cancels on me. I can't get it. I had to wake up my poor pregnant friend to take me to the airport.
2: Oh my gosh! Worst friend ever. You're definitely not maid of honor.
1: Uh, no, I felt horrible. Right, I had ten Ubers cancel on me at three three thirty in the morning.
2: Really? Yes. Why would they cancel? Why well, would they? Because
1: ha- the place that we were in was in was like thirty minutes from the airport. Gotcha. So they're you know they're being picky. Ubers are being picky at three o'clock in the morning. I'm hungover. All these Ubers are canceling on me. My friend drives me to the airport. As soon as we get to the airport, I throw up in the the Phoenix airport. That a girl. Barely make it on the flight. I get on the flight. I want to puke the whole time. And then as soon as we land in Nashville, I puke in the Nashville airport. Oh,
2: my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, she did it in every airport.
1: I made it. But I made it somehow. I hey, made it. Thank
2: God you didn't have a connecting flight in Salt Lake City, Utah, because oh you would have done it there too.
1: I would have any <laughs> airport. I would have been in. I would have done it. I don't. I don't know how. I. I like had so much self control to not pull the bag out of the seat in front of me and puke in that bag. Yes. I wanted to so bad. But I was like, I can't be that person. I can't. But I had. I had, I was. I was literally thriving on an hour and a half of sleep. My friends had made me drink all night for this birthday. I was dying and I hate, I'm not good at flying in the first place anyway, mm-hmm. right? And then I'm hungover. I wanted to shoot myself.
2: Poor people next to you.
1: Oh, yeah. Thankfully, it didn't happen though.
2: Dude's like trying to get your number and you're green.
1: No, listen, <laughs> I probably looked like white in the face. I probably looked like a ghost on that whole flight back to Nashville. It was a brutal. Yeah, I bet.
2: I bet. Hey, but that's the thing, though. While you're partying that night, you're like, I know it's going to be brutal tomorrow, but I'm having so much fr- fun with my friends. You just got to weigh it. I mean, it's like, is tonight's fun going to be worth how terrible tomorrow is and usually it is usually they end up leveling out where you're like this is I never see these people I've got to live life to the fullest tonight and I'll pay for it tomorrow
1: you're not wrong and that was the situation but most of the time that's not my case I'm like why did I do this to myself
2: but also that means you were having a bomb time yeah the night before because it, it always happens in your head when you're drinking you're like is this super fun and you're always like yes <laughs> and then you just keep going with it
1: wait okay so were you hungover on your flight back from Mexico
2: luckily it well, it wasn't just the, the normal hangover it was the Hangover of all hangovers because the air conditioning, it wasn't a great house. The air conditioning, the water, the electricity—all went out at 7 a.m.
1: on the Sunday. You're on the to leave? Sunday
2: we're leaving, and everybody's <laughs> hungover from the wedding. So I'm laying on a tile floor just to stay cool. And my wife's like, oh, my gosh, what are you doing? You look like you're dying. I go, there's no air conditioning in here. It's easily 85 degrees. And so the dude finally comes there, gets it fixed. My saving grace, our flight wasn't until that afternoon. So we were able to recover for hours and hours. We're drinking water. Everybody's drinking, like, smoothies and crap. We're drinking fruit juices, <laughs> chugging anything we could, uh, IV those drinks. So I had hours to kind of, like, recuperate. So, yes, we were fine on the flights. And we had a 45-minute drive from Sayulita to, to the airport. And I was fine. We were going through the mountains. I was like, hey, that was a great trip. Oh, high five. I felt great. But at 8 a.m., electricity's out, no bathroom, no water. That was brutal.
1: Dang. So this $5 million (laughs) villa didn't have all that.
2: 85 degrees.
1: What in the heck?
2: (laughs) And Baser was a chip check. Like, it wasn't even wrong. I'm like, am I the only one that's about (laughs) to suffocate? (laughs) Laying on the tile like a dead person.
1: Because it's still, like, really hot in Mexico. It doesn't ever get... Like winter, right?
2: Correct. And they said now is the time you want to hit Mexico because it's mid-80s. I guess during the summer it's surface of the sun. But, yes, it has cooled off, but it's still Mexico. And compared to Nashville, when we left, it was 40, 85.
1: So did you even want to come back?
2: Uh, Dude, I love where I live. I love Nashville. So (laughs) some of the guys that were like, oh, I never want to leave here. I'm like, what city do you guys live in? I love Nashville. I'm happy to go back.
1: Yeah, well, it's also a party every weekend in Nashville, which is what helps, right? Yes. There's always something to do.
2: Yes. Yeah. No, vacation. Tropical places are awesome. Shelf life, those like three or four. I don't like being tropical forever. Get me back to my home.
1: So what was your favorite part of Mexico? Mexico.
2: Uh, just going on the beach. I I bought everything. I bought pearls. Where your
1: pearls came from? He's rocking pearls right now for
2: four hundred pesos, which is like twenty bucks. I bought a bracelet that says Sizen, also for like three hundred pesos. Did they peso. do that
1: for you? Like, yeah, right, right on, there. Twenty minutes. Dang. And then
2: I got a new Cuban hat. It's like one of those white, awesome little vacation hats.
1: Oh, like where you look like a um. A gangster from a movie?
2: Yes. We did two for one. They'd cut us a deal because I know the local language. (laughs) I think we paid maybe, it was in the 500 pesos, which is like 30 bucks or something.
1: Oh, yeah. So all under 100 bucks. But yeah,
2: my favorite part is just talking Spanish because I've studied abroad. So I semi-know it. So I did that. Hanging with friends. We got people. The vendors just keep coming over trying to sell you stuff. It's so cool. You're drinking a $4 margarita. Sun's beating down on you. You're talking about old times, you know. Giving daps to everybody, you know, all your boys are there <laughs> telling stories from the night before. I mean, it was awesome. Okay. Baser's wearing like a bra top because it's so hot. Awesome.
1: So you were loving life. Yes. You said you studied abroad. Where'd you study abroad?
2: Costa Rica, for a whole summer.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. So you were there for three months?
2: Yeah, uh, it was like between two and three months. But we were, uh, it was the whole summer because I got Spanish one, two, three, and four.
1: Wow. So while you were in college,
2: yeah, you had for at my college at Texas State, you had to. Uh, If you were a communications major, you had to be bilingual. So I had to study four years of Spanish, four semesters of Spanish.
1: But you got the option to study abroad.
2: Which you can knock them all out. And that's what I did.
1: Dang. And so you still feel like you have that Spanish kind of...
2: Decent. But you're so immersed in Costa Rica because they don't speak a lick of English. Mm. Obviously, we all rolled like 10 deep from Texas State. So if you go to a bar, you're still with your friends. If you ventured out, which I did all the time, oh, I'm going to go get some food at the local deli or, you know, go downtown, this place, ride a bus and stuff. They don't speak any English. So you're just forced to learn the language. Okay, so
1: give me a sentence that you used a lot when you were back in Mexico this weekend. Well, I
2: mean, Cuanto Cuesta, how much is that? That's Say like it the, one more time. Quanto cuesta?
1: Quanto cuesta? Yeah, yeah.
2: And then I mean, you always introduce yourself I'm like Me amo Ramundo Santiago. Uh, quanto cuesta por favor? And then they tell you how much it is and you're like, "Oh, no, 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 no." But that's it. That's my sentence.
1: <laughs> did you feel Did you feel better <laughs> saying that your name instead of Raymond or Ray? It was Ramundo.
2: Yes. That's why I changed it because helps I, it roll off the tongue. Yes, because <laughs> I do have some Spanish American in me. So
1: and how much of of that is Less right?
2: than one percent. Yeah, but twenty three in me helped me realize that, and I thank them for that. But yeah, it's it's also it helps when you have a couple of margaritas. It flows a lot the language. Then that's when you start rattling. Okay, give it me
1: off. give me your sentence one more time.
2: Uh, me amo Ramundo Santiago. Uh, Cuanto cuesta por favor? Uh, You know, for like whatever you're trying to get.
1: (laughs) And what is Santiago? Was that your fake last name? Fake
2: last name.
1: (laughs) I thought I heard that in there. I was like, I don't feel like that's part of this. (laughs) Oh man. That was amazing. Well, we're gonna end on that note, because I don't feel like we can top that. So (laughs) that was Raymond's weekend in Mexico, my weekend in Arizona. We had some crazy times and arguably, you know, the hardest partiers on the show, so that was the best conversation to have.
2: I think it's inarguably.
1: Inargu- argu- you can't You
2: can't argue it. Inarguably.
1: But argu- let's be real. Arguably, Lunchbox okay. would argue us. Okay, arguably. So, <laughs> arguably, <laughs> the hardest part of on the show. You guys can hear right now, get some good news, some good vibes in your life. Here's listener Nikita sharing her personal tell-me-something-good.
3: Number five. On the phone, Nikita is in Austin, Texas. Nikita, good morning. Good morning. How's it going?
6: Oh, you know, just another day in the life.
3: (laughs) Ain't that the truth. (laughs) Hey, so what's been cool is people have started to give us their personal tell me something good stories. And I just love it so much that people like Nikita are are sharing these stories with us and how people affected their life or how they've been able to affect other people's lives. So I want to hear Nikita's story, but I also want to encourage you guys to call our voicemail line and leave us one and we could feature you on the show. Nikita, what is your story?
6: Um, Over the summer, my very old dog, who is 15 and deaf and has heart failure, ran away from the people who were watching him while I was on vacation in Nashville. Found out on a Saturday night and flew out the next morning, but I had messaged a couple of close friends and family to help look for him that night while I was trying to get back home. And overnight, about 250 people shared the story through Facebook and different forms of social media. People had driven an hour away just to start looking for him. My husband drove, after he dropped me off at the airport, he drove straight through back to Texas just so I didn't have to search alone. took three days. We finally found him to see the community just come together and, and rally for a dog that they didn't know and somebody that they didn't know. Like, really, to this day, still makes me choke up.
3: Is he good now?
6: Yes, he's great.
3: That's awesome. Three. That. Listen, I'm so surprised after three days you found him. When we were looking for Elder, when she escaped, I'd got to the point, too, because there was a highway close to our house where I was like, I got to go look at the highway and just see if she's there. And every time I'd pass by it and she wasn't, I'd be like, thank God. Like, that means she's still out running around somewhere. And we ended up finding her, too, but it wasn't near as dramatic as this story. But, Nikita, thank you for sharing that story with us. That is great news. Yeah.
9: <laughs> Thank you guys. I appreciate it.
3: Appreciate that. Hope you have an awesome day. Thank you. You too. You can call us and share your stories with us on our voicemail line 877 77 Bobby. It's the
0: best bits of the week with Morgan number two.
1: Adele dropped a new album And oh my gosh so exciting Because there's a Chris Stapleton collab on it And so many other things It's Adele right that's already awesome But then she came on our show Amy interviewed her and we got to hear How that collaboration with Chris Stapleton Happened plus so much more And it's just it's Adele y'all If you missed this interview you have to listen to it Right now
3: Number four. Well we knew we were going to have Adele on the show Today she was going to call in live but then yesterday afternoon, we get a call going, hey, can you guys do the interview with Adele right now? And I wasn't available, but Amy was. So Amy had to interview Adele by herself yeah. in the afternoon. <laughs> oh. So this is recorded. Uh huh. She's still on the show today. But this is Amy having to quickly run upstairs in her home studio and interview Adele with just a few minutes to get ready for it. Okay. <laughs> by the way, you may know Adele from this song.
10: Hello,
4: It's me.
3: Her new album is out today with Take It
7: Easy On Me.
3: Uh, So here's Amy with Adele.
7: Hey, I'm on with Adele now, which this is exciting. Your new album, 30, is out today, full of so many amazing songs, including Easy On Me. So... I want to start with that song. Uh, Did you start with the tune of it or the lyrics?
9: I had the lyrical idea in the shower. um, And then I had a session with Greg, who I wrote it with like a couple of weeks later. And, um... And yeah, always, a session always starts with like, what are you fancy doing to do today? And I was like, I don't know, jump on the piano and I'll wait for some calls that felt nice. And I just, yeah, I found the melody, um, sort of, you know, the melody that it is now and put it to, put it to the lyrics I had. Yeah. And so do you physically write out lyrics or do you type them? No, I do. Yeah. I, um, I physically write them. I have a book for every album that I write all of my lyrics in. Yeah.
7: Now, when you're writing a song, does it have to pass some sort of a emotional test? Like if you don't think it's going to make people feel, do you just totally scrap? bit
9: no actually it's always i'm 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 really quite a tough critic on myself i move on very very quickly if i'm not moved by by one of my songs you know or or what i'm writing then i'll be like on to the next one i really don't think about um anyone other than myself when i'm writing the songs like you know i'm I'd, i'd hate to sort of you know um rate my songs when I'm writing them of whether it would be like a radio hit or would make someone cry or if it would make someone dance like you know I feel like that would really get in the way of me writing in general
7: now again with Easy On Me there's a Target Deluxe version with Chris Stapleton so how did that come about and do you reach out to Chris
9: personally yes I did I did reach out to him I constantly heard a male harmony on the chorus and um, just, just one line you know a bit Shania Twainy, like you know where there's always a guy doing a harmony and stuff like that just Chris Stapleton's one of my favorite singers, you know, I've been such a big fan of his and still drivers for, for so, so long. Um, and so I got his number, um, and I called him and I, you know, I said, I just said to you and, and I was like, I can't really ask you just to sing a bloody harmony on the chorus. Um, so why don't we give it a go of doing it as a whole duet? And it was, his voice is sublime on it. And we had to do it all remotely because of bloody COVID. So we still actually haven't met, which is probably a good thing because I probably would have like thrown up and got nervous and had a little cry or something like that. But, um, it's beautiful. Yeah. And in the end, where he sings his ass off, it's phenomenal. Oof. Well, speaking of crying, I mean,
7: your music has moved me to tears on multiple occasions, even most recently during your One Night Only special. I Drink Wine just hit me big time. And I know a lot of people use your music for a good therapeutic cry. So what do you listen to
9: or what do you do if you need to cry? I definitely listen to music. Um, you know, I really do think there's a song for every emotion and every occasion um, and anything I'm going through, whether it be needing a good cry, you know, like laughing or dancing and singing my lungs out. You know, I always, always go to music for that. I love a soundtrack to all of those things. Um, and air James will make me cry like any day of the week. Um, her voice is just so painful. She has so much. Emotion in her voice, it just straight away. If I need a good cry, she um, she'll help me for sure.
7: Now, when it comes to your music, is it
9: difficult to put so many details out there? Um, I'd say I was definitely hesitant about it on my last album, but you know, I also I was still quite new to being sort of well-known, um, so I was a bit scared by it all, but, you know, there's nothing I can seem to do to, to sort of make that die down in, in any way, so I feel like it's, it's I might as well utilise it to try and help more and more people access how they feel and and acknowledge, you know, situations and emotions that they're in and stuff like that, because I feel like we're all taught to do the opposite these days. Um, You know, to sort of, it sounds like we're moaning if we're talking about loneliness or sadness or you know life choices when you know it's not moaning at all and it's why we're all so bloody messed up is because we're encouraged not to bloody talk about how we feel so this time I was definitely I felt like um I wanted to share my journey so that um, other people felt, you know, like, like they should too.
7: Well, you definitely have a gift and and I appreciate you sharing so much. And something else that's exclusive to Target is the uh, the standard track list of 30 that's on vinyl, which I think would be a really cool Christmas present or holiday gift. And it got me thinking, what in the world do your friends and family get you, Adele, as a gift?
9: I like really thoughtful Per, almost like personalized presents you know if i'm to get one so it'd be like you know something something that i would have said like years ago or months ago about something like from when i was little or something like that you know and someone would track it down on ebay or something like that like um um yeah but i also love i love a nice smelly candle like you know often like you know like my my nana's bless them they'll always buy me a little dipstick candle or something you know and i love it i'll have candles on in my in my house all day if i could so yeah, either something really, really nostalgic or a
7: candle. Okay. Well, Adele, thank you so much for sharing so much with the world. I'm I'm personally headed to Target this weekend to get all the exclusive thirty stuff and for those that that maybe can't make it to Target. I know it's available at Target.com too. So congrats on another amazing project. Oh, thank you, darling. Um, Happy holidays. Yes, you too. See you soon. Have fun at Target. I will. Thank you.
0: (laughs) It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two.
1: Y'all love when we do a draft, and this week we did the draft of Thanksgiving sides because, of course, we are so close to Thanksgiving and stuffing our faces, right? I want to know, what are you doing for Thanksgiving?
2: We are—her uh, parents live like two seconds from here, so we're dropping in there, doing you know, doing the Thanksgiving meal. We're all at the table, give our blessings and our grace, but then— Got a little bit of time off from work, so uh, dropping a hotel downtown, a little JW Marriott. Ooh, little, uh
1: little staycation.
2: Yes. and uh, Or as
1: you call it, a vacation.
2: Vacation. And Brett Eldridge is that same weekend, so we're doing that as well.
1: Dang. So a little uh, Christmas with Thanksgiving. Yes. And your wife is a lot like me and loves to celebrate Christmas early,
2: mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm.
1: So you guys already got that tree up and everything?
2: Oh, it's been up. Yes. It's been flocked.
1: Yeah, I think we had it up on the same day. Yeah, but Frank was. <laughs> how do you feel about that? I'm do you fine. love it? Yeah,
2: yeah, I'm fine. I roll with the punches.
1: I mean, the, the, listen. The way I see it is like I'm still stuffing my face on Thanksgiving and having a great time, but I'm not decorating my house with turkeys. That's really the way I see it.
2: Yeah. Because
1: what? What? I, I'm going to put leaves and turkeys up for Thanksgiving decoration? No.
2: I totally agree with you. And the Christmas decorations, it's cool having the lights around the table. It's it's really a good mood lighter. Yes. I get it has that meaning of Christmas, but it also makes your place look really comfy and cozy yes. for the holidays.
1: And it does not mean you're skipping Thanksgiving because everybody loves Thanksgiving. Yes. Right.
2: Yeah. What What are you doing? Did you say?
1: Um. I well, this is the first year ever I'm not going home. That's deep. Yeah.
2: That, well, wow, what a move.
1: Well, so typically... You
2: need to invite yourself over to your boyfriend's house. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's too soon, Ray. <laughs> too soon. Um, well, well, typically, I was before I was able to fly with Remy, and now I'm not able to, and everybody's going to be gone, so it's not like I have somebody to watch her. Okay. And I can't drive, because it's a 13-hour drive there and back, mm-hmm. so I can't really make that happen in like three days.
2: Well, good luck, kid.
1: Yeah. So... But I've been invited to a lot of friends Thanksgiving here.
2: Yeah, go to Amy. She's been inviting everybody.
1: Yep. Amy invited me. Some friends have invited me. But I'm not against, like, cooking up my favorite food and just, like, going to town by myself. Mm Mm-hmm. That doesn't really sound like a bad plan either to me. All by yourself? Well, I mean, yeah.
2: You Everybody's
1: like... Celebrating with their families.
2: Thank you, dear Jesus, for all these blessings. You look around; it's just you and your dog. <laughs> you have nobody else in your life. That is maybe the worst way to take it in.
1: Well, like things have just been so chaotic lately that like just chilling by myself and eating by my like my favorite food sounds pretty awesome.
2: But the fact that it is on Thanksgiving Day makes it a faux pas. I yeah, yeah, I
1: have. But listen, I have been. I've, I was invited to my girlfriend's in Kentucky. I was invited to Amy's. I was invited to another friend's in town, so I could go somewhere.
2: Dang, low key friends. Flex.
1: Li- well, You're sitting here making fun of me for wanting to be by myself. So I had to like, you know, like show that, hey, I do have a friend okay. or two. <laughs> um, so I could, but I don't know. I just something, something sounds really good about lighting a little candle, cooking up some deviled eggs and potatoes and green beans and watching my favorite shows. Agreed. You know? Yeah. I mean, it started a new tradition, right? But I love Thanksgiving. We used to go home. My parents would cook everything. We'd have sweet potato casserole, green bean casserole, deviled eggs, seven layer salad. I mean, you name it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What was like for your family?
2: Pilgrim style.
1: Meaning? No, what was your question? Sorry. <laughs> With your family, what were like the dishes that you had that were different? So, I, like, I just listed seven layer salad, salad. I don't think that's very common. Um, and we had deviled eggs, which is like hit or miss. So what are some things you had at, like, your Thanksgiving meal that maybe aren't normal?
2: So, uh, so yeah. So uh, so uh, <laughs> my my mom was very uh, unique in this way. She always wanted us to give back. So I don't uh, – we uh, she would always take us to, like, Salvation Army and, like, a uh, food shelter. And so we had to, like, serve to the homeless. I love it, that, it's, though. It's awesome now. It's awesome now. I'm all for that. But can you imagine, like, being in middle school and high school – And, I mean, you just want to be this super cool kid, and then your mom makes you go to a homeless shelter, and you're, like, serving food. That was just not exactly where I wanted to go. Now I know the importance of it. So, yeah, so, I mean, I was really just from a... Kettle, I'm serving stuff up for, you know, the, the less fortunate.
1: Wow! I, so y'all did that every Thanksgiving. Uh, um, uh,
2: as far as I can remember, it was always something like that, and we were we would always be like, "There's pictures of me. I mean, none of us kids had smiles on our faces." Now I'm very appreciative, but at the time we were like, well, "I'm too cool for this, man." Mom, what? And she's like, "You guys need to learn to <laughs> bless others." This is what we're doing on Thanksgiving.
1: I mean, like, yes, I, I can see as a kid, you're like, I just want to eat food. But now you're like, okay, that's really cool.
2: It was, no, 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 I'm blessed my mom for having us do that. It was, yeah, hey, I might have my kids do that. Okay. It was a good idea, mom.
1: So what about now? And you go to your, your wife's family yeah. Thanksgiving. What about her family? Do they have any, like, crazy dishes that you're not used to?
2: It, no, it's, I mean, it's really just the usual suspects. It's like... Yeah, I mean it is whatever the pilgrims ate. That's what we're rocking.
1: The pilgrims. Yeah. (laughs) What is your favorite? Like, if you if you had a top three favorite of side dishes,
2: Uh, it's got to be the yams with the marshmallows on top. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Solid. What what is that? What's the official name of that?
1: I think candy yams. Yes.
2: There we go. Yeah. Or sweet
1: potatoes. I think they're kind of intermixed.
2: That's me. Also, the uh, green bean casserole. Okay. I'm not a big green bean guy. For some reason, that's bomb.
1: Oh, when they put the little crispies over it?
2: Exactly. Okay. So that's one, two. And then, um, some. well, ham's not a side. Uh, Let's just go with cream corn. Ooh, yeah. So there's your three right there.
1: Have you ever had, listen, have you ever had corn fritters? No. They are so you know how there's like there's like um like hush puppies right how they're mm-hmm. breaded and they're yes. fried. Well, imagine that, but with corn stuffed in it.
2: Bring us some. That's a corn we'll try fritter. it on the show. We'll make a bit out of it.
1: Right? Isn't that? But doesn't that sound good? Like if you like corn, you're gonna love them. Sounds like good. Fried corn.
2: But I'm just saying, if if they didn't do that when we first discovered America, do you think you're kind of going a little away from Thanksgiving? I say well, keep
1: no, it. Uh, you just reminded me of that because you say cream corn, because there is. A, I make like a I make a corn like baking dish, so yes, I stay with the pilgrims, <laughs> Ray. But you made me keep, think of that.
2: People keep doing those turkeys. We've been doing them for decades.
1: I know. You well, got
2: to think eventually we're going to move to something else.
1: Yeah. Because nobody
2: mean, eats turkey like that any other time of the year.
1: It's just except
2: Thanksgiving. Except for Thanksgiving. <laughs>
1: and those poor turkeys are like the, the symbol of Thanksgiving, too. Like every time I post something on social media Thanksgiving, I put the turkey emoji. Yeah. I don't know what else associates Thanksgiving besides a turkey and food. Oh, those
2: poor turkeys. Once a year, <laughs> they're the most popular than nobody talks about and they're short. There's shortage or whatever. There's like a massive limited supply and then every other time of the year you can get a billion turkeys.
1: Yeah, this may be the year that people stop doing turkeys because I called it. they may not get it.
2: you mm-hmm, you're welcome. I mean,
1: ain't nobody really care enough about turkeys to spend like $150 on a turkey. Is that how much they are? I'm sure at the at the remember what everything happened when people started like selling them on eBay and stuff, Bay eBay Bay.
2: We need to sell <laughs> your corn fritters on eBay.
1: Oh, I'm telling you, you're gonna have one of these and you're gonna be like, "Oh my gosh, that's amazing!"
2: All right, then you have to provide.
1: I will. <laughs> they have them. They have them now, which they didn't before, but they have them in like the the Walmart frozen section. Gotcha. And you can b- throw them in the oven. Yum. Or like an air fryer if you have an air fryer.
2: Hey, I bring that to the Thanksgiving meal.
1: Do it. I would be so happy. I'd be like, I'll, I'll eat all of them.
2: Sorry, a baser. I cooked. Uh, I would, like, make sure everybody knew that I cooked for this Thanksgiving.
1: That's kind of like we. what we did a, a Christmas dinner one year, and, and you had requested for there to be strudels there, <laughs> toaster <laughs> strudels. Did, yeah, and they did it. Yeah, and they did it. There was boxes of toaster strudels. Not that anybody ate them. There were. But Ray, of all things, requested toaster strudels. My bad. Yeah, that was funny. Okay. Any other exciting Thanksgiving things happening besides your, your wife so you can go party it up?
2: No, we're going to keep it pretty tame. I mean, that's our new thing, moderation with the drinks. But, yeah, just to get back. We love – I mean, the hotels, for whatever reason, are really cheap Thanksgiving weekend.
1: Yeah, because everybody leaves.
2: That must be it. So, we had – I mean, you, JW Merritt's top five, and we're just going to – I've never been there to stay.
1: Don't they have, like, really cool restaurants in there, too?
2: Yes. So,
1: you're going to eat –
2: they got a place up top where you can do your own s'mores. I mean, they literally bring over a campfire and you s'more it up and then what? yeah, and then the drinks, they'll bring drinks and they're like kind of on fire. There's like little in these tropical amazing unique drinks. Boom. There's a little piece of fire like in it. Like they're literally on fire drinks. Dang. Drinking fire.
1: I'm going to have to go try that too. Well, we're so this this weekend for a date night could have already happened by the time you're listening to this, but my boyfriend and I were going to go to Bobby Hotel cuz apparently they have ice skating on the top.
2: I did not know that, but I do know they have a place called... Oh, that's Dream Hotel. Never mind. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say Stateside Kitchen.
1: Oh, yes. I do love Stateside. But that is Dream Hotel. Bobby Hotel. They have the igloos.
2: Igloos. I've heard of those. I've never heard of the ice skate. This
1: is the first year they're doing it. So I want to ice skate on a rooftop.
2: Are you sure you're not talking about Bridgestone Arena, where the hockey team plays?
1: No, listen, I saw it on Instagram, okay? If it's on Instagram, it's real.
2: Hey, guys, I heard that I can ice skate here. Yeah, if you play for the Predators, we got a game tonight. We play the Devils in 10 minutes. Get off the ice.
1: You Hey, (laughs) I'm telling you, it's a thing. And I'm going to do it for day night, okay? You're going to go light drinks on fire, and I'm going to go ice skate on a rooftop, Ray.
2: Exactly. (laughs)
1: We have some pretty creative date nights, though. No, yeah. I dig it.
2: It No, the, I, I would credit this city. And uh, Virgin Hotel now has their campfire set up. so It's a ski lodge set mm-hmm. up to where they want it to feel like you're in the mountains in Vail or whatever. Oh, yeah. So at so the very
1: rooftop of it. There, there is. Like, if you guys hit up, like, online, honestly, so many bars here do, like, pop-ups. So if you do come for the holidays, a lot of them turn into, like, Christmas pop-up bars, which is really cool. It, by all. By Dream Hotel, they had a green, uh, Grinch one. Grinch? Yeah.
2: Interesting. They, uh, we tried to do one, one last year. Uh, maybe it was two years ago. Sometimes the lines get a little long. They so do. have a backup plan.
1: <laughs> just plan to not go to the Christmas We're pop-up. like,
2: oh, my gosh, this is a Christmas pop-up. Bay was so excited. We we're all down. Everybody's going for it. Oh, we stood in an hour line. We're like, uh, let's just go to Broadway and go to Dirk's. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, see, if, if all the, imagine this. If all the bars on Broadway lit up, put Christmas lights up, and they all did a Christmas. That would be so cool.
2: That's a good idea. Should we tell the mayor?
1: Yes. <laughs> can we make that happen? Yeah. I want to make that happen.
2: Uh, we don't own any of those bars, though. I <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. Well, right now, y'all can hear our draft of Thanksgiving sides and get super ready for the holiday, because I promise it's, this draft is going to make you hungry.
3: Number three. All right, let's draft our best Thanksgiving side dishes. Amy. The roll that I said you get to pick first. What is your first side dish?
7: It's Thanksgiving, so you have to go with stuffing or dressing.
3: All right, strong. Okay, stuffing slash dressing. Yes.
7: Okay, you can have those. Okay.
8: Lunchbox. Oh, man. I'm going to go um, mashed potatoes and gravy. Mmm. So good. Ooh. Can he have mashed potatoes and gravy? I don't think you can have both.
4: Gravy's I think you can have
3: one. You can't have them both. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Gravy is a topping. You don't, yeah, you don't just side. eat gravy. No, gravy's a side. You can have mashed potatoes or you can have gravy because
8: you can also put gravy on meat. Okay. Then give me the gravy. Oh.
1: It's a good one. Oh, yeah,
3: Terrible I'll, pick.
8: No. <laughs> All right.
3: Morgan. <laughs>
1: I'm stealing those mashed potatoes because that's my number one. Yes.
3: <laughs> mashed potatoes for Morgan. But they're Raymundo. terrible without gravy.
2: <laughs> I'm going to go with sweet potato casserole.
3: Oh, wow. Okay. Sweet potato casserole for my Mundo. Uh, I'm going to go mac and cheese for my first pick. There's the first round. Now we'll go backward. The second time around and I'm gonna go with biscuits slash rolls or do I just say bread that's I'll do biscuits slash rolls yeah
7: that works what that works that's what I had it written down that way so that works
3: okay that's my first pick of the second round Ray green bean casserole I think Ray's casserole heavy (laughs) (laughs) I mean Ray is just diving into the casseroles here okay Uh, Morgan, you're up.
1: I'm going with deviled eggs. Yum. I love deviled eggs.
8: Lunchbox. Oh, it's me. Um, Gosh. I mean, turkey wouldn't be a side. That'd be a main thing, huh? Uh, You know what? I mean, this is what you have at Thanksgiving. You got to have that cranberry sauce. That's a good pick. Except That's for now, pick. he has gravy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, so I. He's got every casserole, and lunchbox has gravy on cranberry sauce. Now That's gonna be like no, no, I'm not making a meal out of my sides. These are the best sides. Go ahead, Water. Amy. What do you got?
7: <laughs> I'm gonna go. All right, with, next um,
8: up is Amy.
7: Yeah, I'm gonna go with candied yams. No, that's
8: really? what Ray went with. No, is, he said
7: sweet potato casserole. Very different. Those are two totally different that's dishes. True.
8: What is the difference? They okay, have marshmallows well, and I'll, I don't know. T- what- I'll
7: tell you. Uh, one is made with sweet potatoes and a, a casserole is typically blended, like whipped with maybe pecans on top and some sugar. And then candied yams are whole, like chopped up into chunks and uh, marshmallows. Often on Got top em. of that. You I don't, don't have know. to explain
3: yourself. The judge has already okayed it, <laughs> okay. but thank you for that, Amy. <laughs> okay. Uh, Okay, let's go to the final round here. Amy, your two are stuffing and dressing and candied yams. You get one more pick.
7: All right, I will be making this, and it is cornbread casserole.
3: Oh, Oh, okay. Everybody was expecting Ray to take that cornbread casserole. (laughs) I know, I took it. Lunchbox, you have uh, gravy and cranberry sauce. What are you going to add to this array of wonderful Thanksgiving sides? Uh, Give
8: me ham. Ham is not, uh, so so not so nice. a side. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what do you mean? That's a main dish. Ham is it's not a side. Meat. That's a main. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, for some of you guys, I mean, turkey is usually the main thing at Thanksgiving. But okay, Ooh, if I can't I, have I, ham. I have one for you. I mean, give me a uh, potato casserole. There you go.
7: <laughs> that's, oh, that's good. Yeah. Is that a thing? Yes, it is. Absolutely. It's, good. it's like a... a yeah, it's like it's uh, you potato slice potato the potatoes and you put gratin. cheese
8: on it And you, what do you call it? Gratin
7: Gratin Gratin.
3: <laughs> so are you
8: saying potato au gratin? I, I, whatever, I, I look at it as a potato casserole Or whatever, <laughs> I mean it comes in a dish okay. has cheese on it and He said potato
3: casserole That is what we will write down Alright, Morgan, looking at your two picks here You oh, have mashed man. potatoes And deviled eggs What would you like to add? Oh,
1: so many good ones are gone I think I'm going to go with creamed corn
3: Dang it. That was mine. Mm-hmm. Good one. Good pick. All right. Raymundo, looking at yours. You've got sweet potato casserole and green bean casserole.
2: Yep. Can I possibly, I know that the cream corn just went. Can I do corn on the cob?
7: Yeah. Totally different. Judges?
2: They say, the, the
3: judges say yes. Yeah. Give me the cob of corn. Okay. All right. All right. And I have the final pick here, so it doesn't matter. Like, I could take broccoli casserole. No one said broccoli casserole. I'm going to do broccoli casserole for my final one. Is there anyone that stands out to you, Amy, as good or bad in this list?
7: Um, I mean, I feel like mine is really good, and then if I have to pick (laughs) a bad... I love lunchbox.
8: That yeah. That's fine. You can hate on mine all you want. You can't have Thanksgiving without gravy. Your turkey's gonna suck. Your mashed potatoes are gonna suck. And uh cranberry That's sauce, true. try try putting that with eating turkey without that also in your mashed potatoes. Get out of here. Mine is the best. I mean, you got the same okay. dish as Ray, so you have fun with that. And then
7: oh. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. You guys can go vote
8: on our website. I couldn't take ham.
7: Well,
3: ham's it's not a side. side. <laughs> um, That's like saying pumpkin pie.
7: That's a dessert.
3: Okay. That's a dessert. I mean, it's, they're not sides. I just hope I win. I hope you do, too. Yeah, we all do. because yeah, okay. then you can uh, have none of my gravy everybody. into my
8: stuffing or whatever I have. Cranberry sauce.
0: It's the best bits of the week. Show. With Morgan number two.
1: For the first time ever, we had the queen of Christmas, although she does not take that title. Mariah Carey was on the show this week. She talked all about her song, All I Want for Christmas is You, plus her latest Christmas collaboration and just all the things. I mean, it was so cool to hear from the icon that is Mariah Carey.
3: Number two. Go
0: on The Bobby Bones Show
3: now. Mariah Carey. Mariah, how are you?
10: I'm good. How are you?
3: I'm doing really good. It's an honor to talk to you. Love the new Christmas song. I mean, you are the queen of Christmas.
10: I appreciate that, but I don't claim it. I don't claim it. You know, Christmas is Christmas. I just happen to enjoy it and like making Christmas music and other music. But yeah, we had a great time working on this new Christmas record. It's been so fun.
3: So let's talk about Fall in Love at Christmas. It's you... It's Khalid and Kirk Franklin. How'd you get that group together?
10: It's it's different than All I Want for Christmas is You, obviously. Um, and I can never really compete with that because that song just took on a life of its own. I wrote it a really long time ago and I've just going to be like, wow, you know, it's, it became a thing, but we started. And so, you know, we just had some different ideas. I've loved Khalid since American team, his first album, and I loved location. And, you know, we met when, when he first started and I was like, I really love your music, et cetera. And just the organic nature of like a green sleeves inspired love song to this major moment that takes you to church.
3: Whenever mm-hmm. you first cut All I Want for Christmas is you, did you know that song was that was that special that was going to be just, you know, lasting for, you know, twenty years at this point?
10: No, because here's the thing. I, I had never done this was like in the beginning of my career, and I had only done like I think two albums really. At that point, and maybe like in the MTV Unplugged EP, but the label was like, why don't you do a Christmas album? I don't know if they were just like, we don't know how long this thing's going to last, do a Christmas album. And I felt like it was too soon because growing up, it was always like people did that later on. You know what I mean? And then I said, I love Christmas. A lot, so I might as well try. So I just wrote all I want for Christmas is you, and then uh, finished up, you know, the writing of it with my then collaborator Walter A. and uh, recorded it, and wanted it to feel like a timeless classic, wanted it not to feel like, oh, this is from the 90s, or this is from the whatever era, you know what I mean? And so, over the years, it just kind of took on a life of its own, and now it really is festive. I saw a video yesterday of, like, a bunch of bunch of kids in a club, like, jumping up and down, dancing, screaming all I want for Christmas is you. <laughs> like, you see them dancing to it, and then all of a sudden, they mute the music, the DJ mutes the music, and they're, like, screaming all I want for Christmas is you. And it is, I get goosebumps, thinking of it because i never knew i was just like this is what i like you know what i mean this is what i want to do for christmas i always wanted to have that perfect christmas and i wrote about it in my in my memoir the meaning of mariah carey last year like i had i had kind of tough upbringing so we never had a a lot of things that most kids have and i really wanted that perfect christmas it was like in my mind i just always wanted it and it always got ruined so now you know i i kind of feel great that people get to My song is a part of other people's Christmases, and it helps me have a festive moment with my family and friends as well.
3: You you bring up your book. Your book has now gone to paperback, and people can can, can get the book. What was the hardest part for you uh, personally about sharing your story?
10: Well, I worked on the book for like three, I would say basically almost three years, but previously i had wanted to tell the story like it's mostly about my childhood and when i went i wrote i wrote the book with my friend and collaborator michaela and she and i you know really talked about she said what do you really want to achieve because I, i am a writer i've always been a writer as a songwriter but it's a different thing when you go to a book she hadn't written a book yet either so we were both just figuring it out and I just said, I want to emancipate my, my little girl self that nobody knew, that nobody understood, that was different, that was other, that didn't really have a category that people understood. So that was our goal. And now it's out on paperback, but the first, like the most exciting moment was when it became an instant number one new york times best-selling book so i'm now working on figuring out the adaptation for that and whether it's going to be a scripted series or a series of movies and i'm um, talking to i can't i can't tell the whole thing now but that's my next project and i can't wait
3: we have mariah Carey on with us and it's macy's Wishless wednesday so as we talk about the holidays it in your holiday plans, I'm just assuming that you have this pressure to be like the greatest holiday person of all time because you are Mariah Carey. <laughs> <laughs> I
10: don't know. I think I put the pressure on myself, honestly. Like, we have a set plan. When I say we, I really mean me because I, I start figuring this out like months before. But then if one thing goes wrong, I get, I I don't know. It's not if one thing goes wrong. I just want it to be this, like idyllic sort of thing that is almost impossible to achieve, but we get pretty close. And you know, we do stuff that most people maybe they hear about in the song, but we do go on a two horse open sleigh ride <laughs>
4: through
10: the snow woods. And um, you know, I have this new uh this Christmas inspired, it's for all year round, but you know, I, it was inspired by the holidays um, and it's called Black Irish and it's a liquor that's coming out this year, but it's like, it's an Irish cream and but it, we have like three different flavors. And so, you know, I was working on it last year and it was so much fun to be by the fire. And I have this, my favorite flavor. I'm not allowed to pick one, but I'll pick one anyway. You won't tell anybody. Salted caramel is the best one. It's out in stores now, but we're gonna, you know, during Christmas, we'll be enjoying that. And um, no, I just like we have the best time. And it's like you can't choose your family, but you can choose your friends and create the most beautiful moments that you can. And that's what I try to do. But it is pressure. But again, I think I put that pressure on myself and now hate to say it, but my kids kind of put that pressure on me as well.
3: With it being Macy's Wishlist Wednesday, there are so many options that Macy's, they have you covered from outfits to kitchen supplies to decor. Do you have an air fryer? Because I'm recommending people to get an air fryer. Do you use an air fryer?
10: I wish I could say I do. No, I don't. I mean, I i, I have asked people to use an air fryer, but I don't. <laughs> I, mean, I, I cook on Christmas, especially every year I cook, but it's not the type of food that you can really make in an air fryer. So no, but Long live the air
3: fryer. Yay, air fryers! The air fryer, matching pajamas. There are all these options. And check out Macy's.com slash for all your gifting needs. Once you make a wish, go to Macy's.com believe to write a letter to Santa. Because for every letter submitted to Santa online, Macy's donates a dollar to the Make-A-Wish Foundation, which helps to grant wishes to kids who
10: are fighting critical illnesses. Mariah, we appreciate your time. I just, say, I just have to say, I love the Make-A-Wish Foundation. And for I'm just throwing this in there because you're talking about it. It's a really great organization. And they actually gave me an award um, a couple years back for just my work with the with the organization. And I'm not giving anything away, but I think we're doing something special with them this year as well. So,
3: Mariah, Yay. thank you for your time. We're big fans. And congratulations on, on everything from the paperback to... You know the the, fall in
10: love at Christmas out this year. Khalid and Kirk Franklin. Hope you guys like it. Thanks for having me. All right, Mariah. Bye bye. Bye
1: bye. It's
0: the best bits of the week with Morgan number two
1: coming in hot at number one. I think so many of y'all requested this to be number one. Not that you even thought that I wouldn't do it, but you requested it, and of course it's coming in at number one. Abby sold her diamonds and pulled off an epic prank. Right, Ray?
2: Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was coming.
1: You had no idea.
2: No, but uh, I've been thinking about it a little deep, maybe too much for Ooh, this podcast. Give but, me some deep. But yes, she pranked us in the listeners, but... Guys, she pranked herself as well. <laughs> you have to think at some point during that entire process, she almost started to believe she was about to get $9,000. I get your know s- that you didn't find a diamond, but when the guy's actually taking pictures and doing audio of you with $9,000, and he had, a uh, I don't even know, his little tools out, and it, I guess they were fake diamonds that she took pictures with— At some point, she in her head subconsciously started to imagine that $9,000 that never existed. She pranked herself as well.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh. You're not wrong though. I mean, imagine that. It's like, oh, I really could have actually had Mm $9,000. Like if I would have dug and and found this, I would have had $9,000.
2: It was cool, great bit, props to her, one of the top bits in the show's history. But, at the end of the day, Abby, you don't got $9,000 <laughs> and we all thought you did and you kind of thought you did.
1: Oh, I, I think the the funny part too was that we were getting roasted online when when Bobby initially said, "Hey, you should split it 50-50." Our online socials went off. People were like, "What? No, that's not happening." Mm-hmm. Like, don't do that. And then, like, seconds later, Abby's like, never mind. There's nothing to split. <laughs> it was like our our social media went, like, red light, green light is really what happened.
2: Red light, green light. Interesting reference. Squid right? Game.
1: <laughs> like, but that's what happened because people were so mad at Bobby for the whole situation. And then, like, two seconds later, Abby's like, never mind. There's nothing to split. And... I thought it was so funny to just watch people's different reactions online. I'm telling y'all. I mean, we got, we went from roasted to like, dang, that was the best thing that's ever happened. Mm-hmm. And I've never seen people shift in their opinions so quickly.
2: i <laughs> props to the diamond store that the guy played along, did the audio like she actually had the diamonds. I mean, she got a lot of help from him as well, which is what made us all think it was so real.
1: Yeah. I mean, he actor. was like the whole time like, oh yeah, this is what's happening.
2: That diamond store guy, if he is not an actor, dude, get your SAG card. Go Go to Hollywood, bro. Well,
1: it's so funny, too, because I kept going up to Abby. I was like, are you, like, so happy? This is so awesome. Like, I'm really happy for you, which is finally why she confessed to telling me, because she was like, I can't keep dealing with you asking me if I'm excited, because, like, I don't have it. I don't have that money. <laughs> I was genuinely happy for her and hoping that she had $9,000 to, like, save or spend.
2: Well, I went. I talked to her on a serious note, and I was like, hey, like, real, real talk, just ride this wave. Like, this is a vibe right now, because she got the $100 for being the employee of the month right
1: yes oh very close
2: like Mm -hmm. within the same week and I said hey girl like definitely definitely just like good things happen to good people I'm so happy for you but uh, none of those words meant anything this
1: is why why Reyes never like (laughs) get super emotional because it's never real (laughs) he's like the one time I tried
2: I like had a heart-to-heart with her about it it was about nothing
1: The $100 was real, right? Yeah, yes, that
2: was totally real. So
1: that's part of it. But yeah, oh my God, so wild, y'all. I I, I don't want to keep saying too much because it, it it's something you have to experience. And I I purposely on every social media didn't even reference it when it first happened because I didn't want to get yelled at for spoilers. Mm-hmm. Listen, I didn't know I was going to get started people yelling at me for the thumbnails on YouTube for spoilers.
2: I've heard now about that. Mm-hmm. I know sorry. what you're saying.
1: Those things get posted after like an hour after they air. Like I'm not spoiling.
2: So apparently there's a little picture in oh. picture on a YouTube and if there's a if it reveals too much it's considered a spoiler of a bit.
1: Listen. These people out here are very sensitive. <laughs> I'm telling you what. I'm like, are we really paying attention to YouTube thumbnails now? <laughs> God. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to reveal too many things so y'all right now can hear Abby selling her diamonds and pulling off an epic prank.
3: Number one. About to be some drama in here. Now, let me just reflect for a second on something we did on the show, I mean, a couple of months ago. Lunchbox wanted to go to Crater of Diamonds State Park and search for a diamond because in the news, people were constantly finding diamonds. So Abby drives Lunchbox... All morning long on the air, Lunchbox is digging for diamonds. Found nothing. It was miserable.
8: Miserable. Eight hours, back-breaking work. It was hot. (laughs) It was just, they didn't have water fountains. It was terrible. So, at one part of the day, you fell asleep. I took a nap because i have been working hard. I told Abby, she said, I'm going to go get something to eat. I was like, all right, I'm going to take a nap. Abby, in that time, what did you do? Went behind my back.
11: (laughs) I did go digging. I was like, why not? If I'm here, too, I came all the way. Why can't I look?
3: So, you went and digged at a place where he was earlier. Like Mm -hmm. in some little tunnel or something? Yeah.
11: I think he went in a little bit, but.
3: So after he came back from paternity leave, Abby said, well, let's share what I've been told. And so she took her rocks into a jeweler, and he said up front that they were worth about how much?
11: He said like eight or nine thousand retail, is what he said. So
3: stupid. So he did the beep if it was diamonds. And a, were there two? How many were there? Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, do you guys want to know how much? This is so. Dumb. He's actually offering her. Yes, yes. you want to know. Come on. Boop. Okay, so, so last annoyed. week she revealed she took him to a jeweler, and it turns out they were actual diamonds. We've sat on that, and here is the final update Ooh. of the story. Here is the first clip. The first clip is you going back to the jeweler. Mm-hmm. How much lunchbox will you be upset about?
8: Uh, anything over five hundred. <laughs> like I mean, I well, because I mean, I feel like. Well, no. I mean, I get half, so it's like you don't get any. No, no, no. (laughs) You you didn't do any digging.
7: If you want, if you got any, you were not going to split it with her. So she has no reason to split it with you. Anything over five
8: hundred, I'm going to not be happy about this. Okay, here we go. So we looked at them last time.
2: They were, you know, e color. They're really good color stones. Clarity wise, they're way up there, around BBS. Um, With that, if buying them, I can pay
3: you five thousand for them. Oh, hold on, hold on, pause it. Pause it. I, we I need to positive. hear this. Hold on, can you rewind that a little bit? Everybody started gasping uh, for air. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry. So he
8: says <laughs> that's crazy. He's gonna pay her $5. Stop it! Hold on.
7: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
8: <laughs> go ahead. All we Ra- do is do these segments to make me angry. <laughs> no, 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 no. This no. is real. You set yourself up for this. No, I didn't set myself up, but someone went behind my back and stole my diamonds. They no, so did. she <laughs> didn't. She Hold on, hold on. Him. Ray, can you rewind oh. it,
3: please? Okay, here we go. Quiet on the set.
2: Yeah. With that, and buying them, I can pay you five thousand for them.
11: Five thousand. Okay. Yes. Oh, I thought you were saying around nine thousand last
2: That's time. That's a retail value. Yeah. Oh, retail. Because we have to, we have to cut them, we have to set them, we have to make money on them as a business, you know, or we wouldn't be a business. All <laughs>
3: right. Okay. Yeah. So okay. it's not nine thousand. Right. That is but so, it is five <laughs> thousand. Five thousand. Yes,
11: it is. And you got the money?
3: Were you? Hold on. Hold on, everybody. <laughs> jumping ahead here. Were you disappointed that
11: it wasn't nine? I mean, I kind of had my hopes up. I always get my hopes up on everything. But, I mean, no, I wasn't disappointed because that's awesome. 5000
8: What would you guys like to say before she says whether or not she takes I the deal? I am so frustrated. I am so frustrated. annoyed that she would do that to me. I thought we kind of bonded on the trip, you know? Like, I thought we became kind of friends. But, obviously, it means nothing to her. So, that's cool. <laughs> Choose your money over your friends. Okay.
7: Cool. I, I get that you don't have to, Abby. You don't have to split this as fucks at all.
8: Oh, yeah. Now but Amy, Amy's because, on my side. No, I'm
7: not. The only reason she was no. there was because
8: of me.
3: Okay. She the only reason you were there is because of us. Right. Oh, mm. so we
8: get money. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Go ahead.
7: It Would you consider maybe, I don't know, throwing lunchbox $100 uh,
11: of the 5000 uh, No. A hundred? Nothing? No. Nothing? nothing? He wasn't going to offer me. I, why would I feel the need to offer it to him, especially if he's being like this? I used to see a little,
7: so maybe buy him some lottery tickets, something. Because uh, when you were thinking about it, Abby, yes. you really would not have gone if it wasn't for him. Okay.
3: Exactly. But he wouldn't have gone if it wasn't for no, me. No. She yeah. would have never and gone. And then I wouldn't have sent you Guys, if it wasn't for my mom having me, and then my mom we can do this right. all day long. The, the what it comes down to is lunchbox didn't dig in the right place. I know, but no, a I little something. She, she I
8: already dug in that tunnel and then she just went in there and looked at my work. That's basically <laughs> what it is. I,
11: okay, no, I didn't. I can't help that you didn't find anything after eight hours. I Here's mean, the clip
8: of whether
3: Abby took the deal or not. I think I'm gonna
8: take it. Five thousand
11: cash,
8: right? Cash, yes. Okay. I think I'm gonna take the deal then. Alright, let's do it. Take the deal! Yay!
11: Yes, S- I did. So, how did they pay
7: that? In like, <laughs> it
11: was what? a check. Oh, I mean, so in mean cash. But like like cash. Like, yeah, right? yeah, 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 that's a funny. Check right then. She's like, yes, it was a check. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I was like, oh, is it
6: once? Okay,
3: so no. here we are. Who wants to say something before we conclude this? I would love to say something. all of this. But we're going to conclude all this, but you have twenty seconds to state your piece, and we're wrapping this bit forever.
8: Abby, it shows a lot about your character that you're not willing to help someone out that went with you and did all this, and the only reason you're there was because of me, but everybody in America will know the type of person you are and that you can't be trusted. so rude. And it's just, no, it is rude of hers. You're right. So rude, Abby, so rude. No, 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 it's so rude of you.
7: <laughs> She's the nicest person. You had every
3: opportunity. No. Okay, and 20 and seconds and is and up. Time. Brr. OK, uh, Scoob Steve, yeah. what would you like to say about this? Just a rebuttal on Lunchbox. The only reason
0: she's there is actually because of me. Oh, I was it. supposed to go and I couldn't make it, so she took my spot. So if anything, I would take a cut, but I don't want a cut because I like to see this great story and Abby deserves it. She works hard. Let her keep the money. and the story. Yeah, Ooh. so scuba. You you the, you, the
8: only Got reason it. people were going to that is because I was going. That is it. So you saying, oh, because you didn't go? Exactly. So if but you did, didn't, but you didn't do any work except for just sitting no, and sleeping. I didn't, I sleep I, I I didn't do any work. All the back end work of,
0: all the sales uh, and the calls and the meetings and putting uh, it together and the pitching. The only couple you did. this folks. is what money does, people. Yeah, this, yeah, this is the
8: only thing. The only thing scuba did was book us in a murder hotel. That's not the only thing I did. That's the only thing I did. did nothing else. Okay. Okay. He did
3: nothing else. Take a breath. Take a breath. Okay. We're going to play a song and come back. Okay.
7: Uh, Okay. Maybe. No, just
3: take a breath. Everybody take a breath. We're going to come back in just a second. (laughs) Take a breath. Okay. We just found out that Abby made $5,000 in cash. Check. From the jewelers, <laughs> because she found two diamonds. And now, as we ended that segment a minute ago, Lunchbox and Scuba Steve are fighting with each other. This is what money does. Man.
7: Yeah, it makes people really angry.
3: So, Lunchbox had his say. Yeah, when you're stolen from it, it hurts. Scooby Steve had his say. Bobby was robbed before. You know how it feels, Bobby. You, uh, terrible. You weren't robbed. It's a terrible feeling. Abby, what would you like to say about all this?
11: Well, I think it's wild because I didn't even think it would get to this point because, mm-hmm. you know, I had a, like, I thought they maybe looked like diamonds. But now that it really is, it's just... But yeah, no, Lunchbox. I'm not going to.
3: Raymundo, do you think that Abby should share (laughs) any money with Lunchbox? Absolutely not. Are you crazy? I I mean,
2: she outworked lunch. There was my wife had said she was watching the Facebook feed and Abby multiple times was digging when lunchbox was just joking around on his Instagram doing whatever videos he was doing. He got straight up out hard work and kids let that be a lesson. You too can do what Abby
8: just did. (laughs) Yeah. Steal from your friends, kids. If you want to do that, that's the role model you want to look up to. Do it. Are you angry? Yeah. No, no, no. no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Everybody calm down. Why are you
3: mad about this?
8: Because I went, it, it was a trip for me. She was supposed to be there just to collect content and didn't say anything about her digging. You didn't, guys, say, "Hey, Abby, you're gonna go dig too." I went in that tunnel and dug, and maybe she saw something and she was like, "Oh, I'm not gonna say nothing." So she waited until I left the tunnel. She <laughs> I'm waited, "Not gonna say nothing." Yeah. So she waited until I okay. left the tunnel and then she went back. But you're in making there.
3: these scenarios up in your but mind. But she you could have no been idea. like, you're angry at her." And she could, she could have been
8: like, "Hey, lunch. I think that might be something. You know, like I, I dug some dirt and something fell out when I didn't when I blinked and she didn't blink and then she just went." I mean, she, did you go you to the saying? tunnel that I dug okay. in? Why, why are you so nah. upset? He's, he's triggered. Did you go in the tunnel oh. I dug in?
11: Yeah. Thank you. You didn't go very far in Okay, though. but yeah.
8: lots
7: of people dig there, and all of this That's- lunchbox... We go back to the original question. If you had found diamonds, would you have given Abby any of the money?
8: No. Why okay, would I have? So, therefore. She didn't. She wasn't. The trip wasn't for her to dig. The tri-
7: Case closed, though. You wouldn't have shared with her, so now she doesn't have to share with you. Okay,
8: Abby, that coffee you I bought you, uh, the gambling money at the casino in St. Louis, I'm going to need all that back What do you now. mean the gambling? <laughs> Y'all went to St. Louis?
3: <laughs> <laughs> or not in St.
8: Louis, right outside of our, in Arkansas. Memphis? Yeah, Memphis. Y'all right was right gambling? Outside of Memphis. <laughs> Yeah, we went to the casino And you gave her money? Yeah, because she didn't have any cash Oh, so I do owe him Did you yeah. pay him back? No, no. Oh, oh, for that? That?
11: like, what, uh, what, 50 bucks? <laughs> a more oh, bread. wow
8: Okay, okay, everybody Take a breath I'm so
3: frustrated Take a breath I don't like that money's getting in between people on the show So
8: you're gonna say split it
3: I love it That's so, how you do it as a parent Hold on I'm gonna say split it
8: Yes! What? Yes! Split yes! it! Yes! That's what I'm talking about Bring me my money, Abby! Come on! Okay, Bring, so, that
2: cash.
3: Okay. Bring that cash. Hold, on, hold, on. Hold, on. hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait. Abby, I'm going to need you to split the money that you got for your diamonds with lunchbox.
0: <gasps> yes! Abby, Abby, Abby st- stand your
7: ground, yes! Abby. Why? Why I are mean, you saying that? Wait, so if Please I split s- it.
11: Go ahead. That's what, like 50%. Per- okay, so that's, that's 50%. Yes. 2500 Yes. It's actually zero because this is a prize! Oh! <laughs> Got oh him. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> I
4: didn't uh, Nobody knew what
3: Abby and me. We're the only two that knew. Even Scuba was left out in the dark on this one.
7: Oh, wait. This I got. So, hold on. hold on. Hold on, hold on, Wait,
3: the day? <laughs> Lunchbox is oh. having a seizure. I go, Can I just hold on. Something? Everybody calm for a <laughs> second. I got to tell you something. Said, hold said, on. Said, calm, said, calm, said, for said, calm for a second. Calm. Okay. Abby was so good at this, I had to go to her and be like, <laughs> I went to Scuba first, and I went, hey. I thought she didn't, it's good was like no she found stuff. And I was like is this, is this a joke and he's like no. Abby kept it from everybody. Mm-hmm. And so Abby's like hey you know I don't I don't really have money or real diamonds and I was like oh my god I don't. So Yeah, I thought you knew the whole time. Everybody's been punked. Abby Kept the whole show out of it and punked everyone. Wow, good job. Oh my yes. gosh. So the understand. other day,
7: when Abby, quote unquote, went to go get this final appraisal or get the cash, she, Lunchbox was so mad that she wouldn't let him go with her. Yeah. And he was like, I mean, she thinks I'm going to steal the diamonds yeah, from her I would or think something. That too, like a and heist. So- <laughs> it's his
3: buddies
8: with guns heisting her diamonds.
7: Yeah, like she kept that up perfectly because. She wasn't even really going. Yeah, that was the Lunchbox?
8: Little... Can I tell you that I went by that diamond store, <laughs> and I talked to that guy, and I was like, hey, man, I know your Abby's going to come back in here and sell these. And I said, look, like let's say you're going to give her 10000 I said, just really give her $7,000. i will come by and get two, and you keep an extra one for yourself. <laughs> I literally sat him down in the office. Hey, so he said he like, stole it, tried to steal her money. Wow. I literally sat him down in the office, and he said no. Scuba, what do you want
3: to say? Scuba, Steve?
0: I'm just going to say... I've worked the radio for quite some time, and that was a great job done by Abby in keeping a secret and doing this whole bit Good. and keeping it running. I don't want to hear anything from you. That was
3: a great job, Abby. I really appreciate it. I mean, Scoob and Lunchbox were about to go to blows in the yeah. last segment. <laughs> no, no,
8: no. I, I, but my question is, so how did Abby do it in the first place? She just went to this guy and was like, hey, say there's something in here.
11: Oh, yeah. He is like the best actor, Dustin. Shout out to you. <laughs> no, but I mean, did
8: Bobby come to you and say, hey, you need to go to that guy? Or how did you find not him? Not that guy. I don't know how you found him. Oh, yeah.
11: I found, Okay. He is the one caller I got that called in and was like I'll appraise Lunchbox's rocks and I was like okay mm, I'm gonna use him in the future I had this in the work and so you went by and talked to him mm-hmm. yeah I went by and oh, he, yeah, so he, he acted to Lunchbox's face oh yeah
8: yeah he lied to me right <laughs> to my face there so is I is he is yeah, oh. thank you, thank
11: you. Can I shout them out? Yes, go Dustin. Ahead. Okay, so it's American Jewelry Company in Brentwood. Amazing. Love them.
3: American Jewelry Company in Brentwood. Ask for Dustin.
11: Yeah. Um. You should get an Oscar. I should get an Oscar. <laughs> He's a Here great we actor. Go. <laughs> Yeah. There well,
3: I she was, is. Happy uh, with uh, A plus
0: yeah. go. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. All
1: right, y'all. That wraps it up for this weekend's show. I had so much fun learning about Ray's rich rich weekend uh-huh. in mexico
2: and yeah, scottsdale you girls tearing up old town i
1: mean just wild some party stories up in here i mean you know we're getting older so these are happening few and far between now
2: and getting sick in th- two different states and one three different states Wait, in one single day
1: i am thriving <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's a record
1: i'm really glad though i didn't get sick in the air that would have been a record
2: yeah that one's almost i mean that's a no-no like you I mean, yeah. you got to turn green before you even allow that one that, to happen.
1: That's where where people divert planes. I yeah. would have been in the news because mm-hmm. I made a plane get diverted.
2: That's the thing you can get as drunk. Always in your head, keep in the back of your head. It's like, I can get so drunk, but I always got to remember that flight. As long <laughs> as I can survive that flight. Yeah, that's, 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 your t- right. that's, that's like the level you got to keep thinking.
1: That flight was three and a half hours long. I do not know how I survived. It wasn't oh, like it was just like an hour.
2: Oh my gosh. I kind of assumed it was an hour. No. <laughs> Three and a half hours. You're crazy. Yeah, you should have turned it in at about 10 p.m.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yes. 1
2: a.m. So.
1: <laughs> all of that happened. It was so much fun. Ray, let the people know where else they can hear you or find you, social media.
2: Yeah, hit me up, Raymundo on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to do podcast style other than this one, Sore Losers Podcast, me, Eddie Lunchbox, chop it up.
1: <laughs> and what do you all say on there? There's two things I know. Hang coach, up and listen. Yep. And coach. Mm-hmm. What's the other
2: one? We say take her to Aruba because I went on my honeymoon to Aruba And Lunch talks about football players Sometimes like he wants to date them So we Mm. say take her to Aruba And my wife always says are they making fun of our honeymoon in Aruba And I said no That's just how guys joke around But yes they are referencing our honeymoon in
1: Aruba So kind of of. Sorry bae Oh, man. Well, yeah, definitely listen to the guys because that podcast is hilarious. And you can find me at Web Girl Morgan on all the things, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Don't forget to go to bobbybones.com. You can watch all the videos and check everything out from this week. The interviews, the draft. I mean, the hilarious prank that happened with Abby. Abby Anderson's performance of her new songs and her cover of Adele. There's just so much up there. So definitely check that out, y'all. Have a great weekend. I love you. Bye.
4: The Bobby Bones Show. Uh Uh-huh.